0: Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith And
1: And here we go.
0: We would be honored if you would join us.
2: Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy.
1: I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming.
3: I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking
0: to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger.
1: Avengers! Assemble. Do it. I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
0: Barrage.
1: Who's scruffy-looking? Bless. I wanna buckle up, baby.
0: Carlos, Smash you. King Tom. Hey, guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And, of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. Because you're weak and covered.
1: And you, you're
4: on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 310 of The Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Raj Loachayi, and my co pilots this evening, the young and the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buargoyo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. What is up? The music is still playing, so I'm just bobbing my head. Hey, yeah, the music's always playing on the background. This is how we started, Les. Thanks for listening right, to the man. episodes. Yeah. Awesome. King Tom Chansky, king of all pods, what is up? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Eric Struthers, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm awesome. And uh,
3: like, I'm super into Shrek right now, so. <laughs> That's a way to start a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm super into Shrek. Randy, what are you super into?
0: I'm super into Eric being super into Shrek.
4: Now, are I you like into Shre- Shrek or Fiona? Which one? Uh, pick one. I don't know. Okay. I want to pick Donkey then. No. Guys, how are you doing? 310. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank you for listening to episode number 310. We are very excited. This is going to be a fun one. Usually means it's not when I say that. But I have a good feeling about this one. Um, we're we're having a good time, um, earlier and we're going to just bring that energy that we had during our pre-production meeting right into this episode. So, uh, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just gonna ask how everybody's doing now before we get into all the shenanigans real
2: quick. Les, how are you, buddy? I'm going to start with you, man. Well, I was doing fine not too long ago. So I'm doing okay now. No, but but, you know,
4: the intros, I really don't care how you guys are doing. That's just to introduce (laughs) your names. I actually want to know how you're
2: doing now. Uh, I'm doing okay. Some things are starting to look up, so yeah, I'm doing okay.
4: Nice. Good, 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 I'm glad. Boo? I'm
5: good, I'm doing good. I got a beer in my hand talking to you guys, so I'm good. You got a
4: a pad of paper, a pen in your hand, got air in your lungs. You're dining with these fine people. Eric, I haven't asked you really how you're doing. What's happening? Well, the
3: reason I mentioned Shrek, man, is I got a call to do a side gig helping a community theater get ready for their musical production of Shrek the Musical, and <laughs> surprisingly,
4: damn good. Wow. Okay. Is that something that they've done outside of like off Broadway? Oh, and they have Shrek the Musical is a thing.
3: Yeah, and if you oh, okay, uh, it, actually, I think it's on Netflix right now. Hmm.
4: Mm. Okay, I had no clue. All right,
3: but yeah, it's pretty cool to see a, a community theater have like so much talents. It's good acting and vocals, and you know, like the dance numbers and everything. It's very, very good. Wow, right
4: on, man. Well, well, I'll check that out on Netflix. Well, we'll talk about things that I've been watching on Netflix in a second. King Tom Chansky, king of all pods. What is up? What are you
1: reading? Um, right now I'm looking at Steve holding a flashlight. Yeah. If you're if you're listening to this, we have a background of the Stranger Things artwork. Yes. And Steve is front and center and he's holding a flashlight in his hand. Mm-hmm. But the hand holding the flashlight looks very out of proportion and, and it's throwing me off.
4: Oh, it does.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, and he's holding it very weird. Yes. It's like yes. he's making
1: like a shadow puppet with his hand. Randy said the middle finger looks gigantic. And, and yes, I can I can <laughs> yeah. also see that. That's a right. dangerously large middle finger. Yes. That's why he's very popular with the ladies. So so if, if if I zone out, this week's excuse is not that I'm falling asleep. It's that I'm thinking about Steve and his hands.
4: And his middle, and his middle finger. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lord. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad everybody's doing well. Uh, we're going to just jump right into this. Guys, I'm going to give out the shenanigans real quick. Check out SithList.com because there – You can listen to all of our episodes. You can watch all of our YouTube episodes and reactions and breakdowns. You can also click the little Patreon button, and that will take you to patreon.com slash list. and there you'll get episodes, if you're a patron, exclusive episodes of things like Ask Eric, which I believe there's a second episode out. Is that correct, Eric? Thumbs up. That means yes. And Sorry,
3: I was too far away from the unmute. to. Get oh, that's to okay. Fast.
4: No problem. And then we're going to have a King and I uh, part two, chapter two coming out later this month. Uh, Les and I and Randy are doing the way we was. We recorded a quick one last night. It was a fun one. Uh, it was about movie theaters and how great they were back in the day.
3: So, real quick, this episode of Ask Eric. I'm not sure when it'll go live on Patreon. It just went live It, it just went
1: right before the show. Oh, oh great. Brad,
3: Brad. So, yeah. the I read a letter from uh, someone who... It's a husband who convinced his wife to try swinging. And he intentionally picked a couple that he wouldn't feel threatened by. The uh-huh. man was older and kind of dumpy. And uh, when they got naked, the dude was hung like a mule and he had to watch his wife get worked over for two hours. And now oh. he doesn't know how he can possibly stay in the marriage. But did
4: he have a middle finger like Steve? That's the question. <laughs> Maybe. No, I always I ask Lorena about how many of the, uh, her clients that she has that have that question or have that problem where they get get into a threesome and then there's situations that happen and there's like strife for the rest of their marriage. She says a lot. She says 99% of the time, it never works.
3: Yeah. So w- one of my friends, I'll tell you a quick quick story. He has it all planned out. He's like, here's what I'll do if I ever get a chance to try to uh, do a wife swap with somebody. He says, we'll meet at a hotel. And I'll tell the guy, listen, if you really, really w- want to make this work out for her, she wants you to spend like a solid hour just talking to her and to know nowhere like that's what really turns her on so you know go take it slow have a conversation and then what i do is i go in i bang his old lady and come straight out and pull the fire alarm and then
4: <laughs> and then we and
3: say oh that's my gosh well, well i guess we'll have to try this another time and then never oh, call well. him again
4: yeah oh, well right oh, well <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna happen again <laughs> i love that that's funny that i pull funny. The well, like, i can't wait to listen to that ask eric that's cool um Also, our visual episodes are on there and our full edited, unedited, I'm sorry, reaction videos where you can watch the entire episode of, let's just say, Miss Marvel finale, which we'll talk about next week. Um, That'll be on there as well. So um, yeah, thank you for all the patrons. We really appreciate it. And uh, like I said before, for more information, SithList.com. Guys, uh, let's talk a little box office because we had... A new number one, going in this week.
0: Here's Johnny. I don't know it was you, Fred.
4: That's a little box office that Eric shit on me last week for. But is that the IMAX version? That is no, not not fully. That's not fully. That's the XD. I don't know. Well, because you... I noticed the frames are coming in from the side, which is what yeah. IMAX does. <laughs>
3: Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. It tricks your eyes because your eyes can, if if you were in the Matrix, your eyes would really be able to see the frames coming in. Oh, this okay. Way, but when they come in from the side, it
4: gives more fluid uh, viewing experience. The it's $12 version. That was, yeah, that was the $12 <laughs> version. Uh, box office, though, so guys, Love and Thunder, the MCU blockbuster swats away the minions. And because <laughs> time, dominate the box office for a couple of weeks. Are, that is from... You having a stroke? I mean, <laughs> No, what happened?
1: You, <laughs> you got super Yeah, you <laughs> like, your,
3: like your bandwidth oh, really? dropped way down. It's Really? Fine now. Keep going, man. The video will end uh, up fine
4: on your end. Oh, that sucks. Well, yeah. So, Thor kicked ass. Uh, th- did better than any other Thor movie in history. Huh. And uh, it uh, swatted Tom Cruise and the Minions. So, well done, Thor. I can't wait to talk about this because I haven't seen it, but I know we're going to have some uh, – we're going to have a good debate here because I know Randy wasn't a huge fan. And, I didn't uh, say I
0: wasn't a huge fan. I said I didn't well, like it at all. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, well, I was just being – you know, that's – okay. Uh, well, sure there's, a subtle, <laughs>
3: there's a <laughs> subtle yet distinct difference diff- in between those two. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so Randy hated the fucking movie. And <laughs> him and Les were about to debate and talk last night when we were doing a reaction um, video. And I said, nope, save okay. it for the podcast. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Nice. So, and I have not asking Tom how he liked the movie. I just asked him for one word review. Did you see it? Boo saw it. Uh-huh. And Eric saw it as well or no? I haven't seen it either, but I don't care. You guys can spoil the shit out of it for me. Because I've heard so many bad fucking reviews for this movie that I don't care right now okay. at this point. So I'll go see it either way, uh, but uh, I'm going in thinking it's going to be shitty. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, yeah, Thor: Lo- uh, Love and Thunder made one hundred and forty three million dollars. Minions forty five point six. My God, it's at two hundred million dollars already just domestically. Top Gun: Maverick made fifteen point five, putting it at one point one billion at the box office. And we have Elvis at 11 million, Jurassic World Dominion at 8.4, which I saw Jurassic World. Not, I didn't go to theaters see it. It was on my television somehow, some way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Lightyear made uh, I think five million dollars. Jurassic Park is closing in on 900 million, which is pretty amazing to me because there's not a lot of talk about Jurassic World, and it's still at 900 million dollars. That's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So that's your box office. What did you guys watch this week? Anything um, to talk about? Anyone? I, well, I oh, saw I saw the ahead, Shrek then. musical twice. Yeah. During, okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw, saw
0: an amazing uh, oh, go ahead. an amazing documentary on YouTube, or kind of like more like a research essay on uh, the history of Bored Ape Yacht Club oh really definitely worth checking out
4: okay what's it called
0: it's uh let me see what the actual name of it is it's Board Ape Nazi Club
4: oh oh my gosh like, okay they
0: do so many dog whistles that Ooh. at first you would look at it and be like oh that's a reach but then it keeps happening it keeps happening oh. it keeps happening you're like these motherfuckers are 4chan trolls oh like it's bad really bad. Yikes.
4: Yikes. Okay, that sounds interesting. I watched the Andrew Garfield um, like six episodes in Under the Banner of God. And uh, heaven, and, heaven. I'm sorry, under the heaven. Banner heaven banner under the Banner of heaven. of heaven. And uh wow, it is great. It's, it's really e- good. You know,
5: Arraj, A- I think you've been talking about that show for like 3 weeks now, yeah. and I think every time you've mentioned it, you've gotten
4: the name wrong. I <laughs> have dude. Totally. <laughs> I totally have. Uh, it's Under the Banner of something heavenly and spiritual. sure yeah god or heaven you know i mean yeah Uh,
5: one in the same yeah
4: yes yes it's phenomenal andrew garfield just got nominated for an emmy and uh, it's definitely worth watching it's very true crime it's based on a true story and it's oh it's really good and it's on fx but if you have hulu you can watch it on hulu it's uh, definitely worth watching if you like true detective it's kind of in that realm creepy and true and like oh my god shit on my face Um, Other than that, Jurassic Park. Let me tell you about Jurassic Park real quick. Saw it. Did I hate it? No. Did I like it? No. Was it better than part two or part five? Yes. So I liked it better than the second installment of this Jurassic World. It was pretty close to the first installment of Jurassic World. Um, does, does it reach any of the levels that the other ones do? No, not at all. And is it worth watching at home? Yes. Is it worth 12, 13 bucks? No. So there's my quick review. Dinosaurs look cool. Great seeing the old cast back. Like I think Eric said, mentioned that, um, if they would have just kept on with that part of the storyline, I think I would have dug it a little bit more, Uh, but they went back to Chris Pratt, putting his hand up in the air. At dinosaurs constantly, and it was just driving me crazy, hmm. but but it's okay, I it it's
5: works okay. though, obviously.
4: Well, yeah, it, it works. works. I don't know how he's getting the big dinosaurs to stop because he was only doing raptors, right? So, mm-hmm. I that I he's,
1: he's gonna use Steve's hand.
3: Here's the thing
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's pretty good. That's somebody, some, somebody mentioned something very similar about Stranger Things, and it's like, look, this is the mechanic. That works. I it's like I saw somebody get in a car and they put their hands on the steering wheel. I'm so tired of seeing that. <laughs> well, guess what? That's how you steer a car, dick bag. Oh, so you you, you steer dinosaur you stop a dinosaur with your hands up? Yeah. Uh, it works? Oh, I didn't know. That's how I've you done. assert dominance to an animal.
4: Oh yeah? Okay. <laughs> well, very alpha move. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had experience I with that a Mega Rally.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh Shiza! All right, no, nobody else watched anything else. We're all good here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Oh shit! That's Bumble for Patreon. Roast-y. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That'll
5: fix <laughs> it. Just put your hand to it. That'll fix it. Yeah.
3: I just yeah, spilled should beer have, like, all over my
4: it, MacBook. Man. I should have. I should have not been doing that. All
3: right, guys.
2: Uh. I think. Oh, uh,
3: oh, I saw. I saw it dripping
2: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how long before we short out?
4: Uh, For you, you, I'm surprised you're still on. Let's let's try this. Let's uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk a little Star Wars, guys. I told you this is going to be a smooth one.
0: Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the
1: Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts.
3: Well, Taika Waititi again, like we haven't already been talking about him. More news about his movie. Remember how we were saying maybe he's just screwing around with us? Well, it looks like his movie is going to begin filming in early 2023 according to multiple sources and that is thanks to the hollywood reporter not that they've had this huge history of being dead on lately but yeah there it is i so who knows that's know. what happens
4: he, when you hire boo to do your reporting for you
1: <laughs> minimal effort <laughs> And it might be it might headlines. not be source everybody knows it
3: <laughs> everybody <laughs> everyone
1: yeah Everyone.
4: Yeah.
3: thanks king tom <laughs> so no yeah um any anyway, <laughs> that's the other thing uh so i don't know what to think <laughs> man i could really <laughs> i could really go either way uh if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't it'd be great to see a star wars movie in theaters I would love to have, you know, have the end of the year be star Wars movie time again, just like it was in the you know force awakens and the, and on. So bring it, please, please, please. Just, I want it to be so good that the, it's like the most decisive win column strike that of all time, but anyhow. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Think that's real or you think, you know what, let's just quit talking about it until it happens.
0: I think it's the most uh, likely out of everything we've heard. I mean, people thinking that the movie was going to come out in 2023, regardless of what people were telling us, just wasn't going to happen. Beginning of 2023, that seems very possible.
3: Yeah, if it starts filming then, I could could see it being a thing.
4: Yeah. It's not even enough time for like a panel, for like a pre-production panel, is it? A celebration? Yeah, I guess it would be maybe. Maybe some pictures or some some storyboards or something.
1: Uh, um, that'll, something like that would keep some people happy. I they,
4: they did it with Rogue One.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but they also brought Mendo in with a contingent of death troopers behind him. That'd be It that was a different year though. No,
4: no, 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 no. That's different year. Oh, I thought you were talking about that one. No, I'm talking about the one in Anaheim where they had the little teaser and it sounded like saving Private Ryan. And it was a really cool
1: shot of uh, or Yeah, that one. Well, they could just... I mean, if they're shooting it in England, they could just take the tube down. That's what they have right. over there, right? The tube, yes. The tube, down to end of the convention center. Right.
4: Wow. Wow tubing it. Well, that's what they say.
3: So, well, okay. So, here's the thing. And normally, I... I, I I'm personally not big on spoilers and leaks. That's not my bag right now for the Star Wars stuff that we're getting. I'm trying to just go in unadulterated, so to speak. But uh, I will say this, and this is from our good friends over at BespinBulletin.com. If you haven't checked them out, it's some good stuff. But uh, the Grammar Rodeo codenamed Skeleton Crew has Mm -hmm. apparently started filming. Nice. So, yeah, that's... That's cool, man. It's when you know stuff like that's going on, it's just it's good to feel the electricity. you know you're just one step closer to having it on the screen, so
4: that's really cool. yeah, uh, I don't
3: know what the projected release time for that is King Tom. do you remember when they said that they expected that to be?
1: I think it's sometime next year, probably after probably be after ahsoka mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm actually I'm surprised that it's starting production before acolyte. Because I was thinking that was gonna be next.
3: Yeah, I'm kinda yeah. surprised too. Especially I mean, considering how long they ha- ha- how long it was before we knew about it in comparison
4: to.
1: Right. Right.
4: The Acolyte. I'm really interested in Acolyte, man. Yeah, me too. I want some Darth Malik up in that. I want some, you know, Plagueis up in that.
1: It could be it could be they're waiting for the the whole High Republic publishing mm-hmm. part to end before they have that on the uh, on Disney Plus, right? That'd be my guess. I can't wait for that.
3: Uh, is anybody going to San Diego Comic Con?
0: I think I. Am. Uh, are you going to so, go, Randy? Really? Yeah,
3: I think so. so. So listen, the the convention exclusive is this pretty dope double pack of Cassie and Andor and this new droid, and I really want it. So if somebody could get that for me, that would be so choice. Because I have all the SDCC Star Wars exclusives from the past few years. That's him. That's the guy. And Wait, uh, is, that, is that Russell Crowe? <laughs> it does kind of look like uh, it
4: does. It looks like Russell Crowe a little bit. Yeah.
3: But that's pretty cool, man. That's a neat looking little droid. I, I think that um, Shop Vax probably got a hand in the making of that thing. But uh,
4: he's neat. Right yeah yeah, it kind of looks like a like a black hole droid remember the, remember the movie the black oh, hole, Oh, yeah, yeah, the oh, black yeah. hole, yeah, it kind of looks like the black hole, well, speaking Funny. of black hole, oh Hasbro
3: has <laughs> announced there's been there there's been rumors about this out there, but it's called the selfie. Black Series figures. And apparently they're what? doing it with like other other things too, like with their Marvel and stuff. But there's four different characters you can choose from, four different figures. Okay. And you have to take multiple pictures of yourself, apparently. I haven't really looked into oh. it. Big time. But you can get a Black Series figure made with your head on it. Oh, and shit. the one thing I will say is that hey, I have some concerns about the quality because they the pictures that you choose for a promo are typically the best of the set you would you would hope a couple of them are just yeah. a little bit sketchy but i mean come on <laughs> that's pretty cool and so you know our friend steel saunders from the steel wars <laughs> podcast is for sure going to get one made and then pop the head off and put it on some other figure that looks more like his character Going to kid bash
4: it. ajax or, citizen yeah. for sure
3: so listen have a sample
0: uh, I'm going through the site right now trying to find you the know, actual polls.
1: I don't know if I would want to do that because I've seen what they've done with Oscar Isaac mm. in several figures. And that's I well, this and
4: one. I don't think that looks like Diego Luna.
1: That's, that's Paul it? McCartney from the cover of Let It Be.
4: R- right. Or from Wings. Ah. Yeah. Well,
3: Pictures of- regardless, I mean, it, it's something. You know, so there. You so go. they're
4: they're giving you the body. You can't choose like what style. There's four. There's four different Star
3: It looks like there's four of them. It, it Hasbro Pulse, they they don't have the promo pictures on the website. So I'm looking for it right now, but it's I pretty found some neat. Power
0: Ranger ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, give me a second, guys. Let me let me you do bro. you a, a favor here, just so you can see the. Beauty of this.
3: If you go it, I saw it on Twitter the most. Just look on Steele's. He'll have a the the tweet he, pin. Oh, okay, cool. But uh so yeah, I mean that's cool. Now, here's something that I you know, we talked about Hasbro, and I realize we don't talk a ton about toys on here, but Hasbro's making the move to removing plastic from their packaging, even though in these pictures they don't They have the plastic packaged Black Series figures. But check this out. So I got this uh, Boba Fett, the vintage collection, which is their like premium three and three quarter inch line. So it's like multi uh, uh, articulation, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's not like the old school three and three quarter figures. Boba Fett on Tatooine. It's like the deluxe one. But here it is. Oh, all cardboard. And I got to tell you, the picture's cool, but it's a little disappointing to not see the figure.
1: Mm.
4: Mm. Uh, That is crazy. Here it is. Yeah.
3: Here's the figure, right? right? And to not be able to see any of that through the packaging, it's... I don't think I would buy this off the shelf. Yeah, that's lame. I mean, I ordered this. I pre-ordered it from Hasbro Pulse and... So, yeah, I am i don't know how I feel about it. I think that's going to be a rough move going forward. And did I, did I talk about this when I had been to Saga Toys? My friend Rich that owns the place was telling me that for a collection standpoint like that, it's a nightmare. Because now anything he takes in, he has to open it to verify the oh, right thing is in there. And he goes, shit. you know, here it comes in it. and they're claiming it's mint in box, never opened. I got to open it because he said, you are for sure going to start seeing returns with a different figure in it. And you've seen that a little bit with even the blister card ones, because people assume like the people at Target won't know the difference. And a lot of times they don't. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just there's just something off about that. Yeah, that's shitty. But anyhow, it's still, though, that whole Black Series thing. Randy, did you find the Star Wars ones?
0: I didn't find the Star Wars one, just the Power Rangers ones. So there's lots of pictures online, but it's yeah. all uh, Ghostbusters and Power Rangers mm. that I see.
3: So people are talking about the novels that are out there right now. Uh, I'm still working on Shadows of the Sith. Me too. And I dig it. I definitely dig it. And it's no fault of the books, but I always wait until I'm just so tired I can't keep my (laughs) eyes open to then start reading, which you can imagine how well that works out.
4: But uh, what's the other one that's happening right now? Well, the one that's they had an excerpt for, or is this one, The Princess and the Scoundrel? That's really interesting. I don't know if you guys read the little. uh, I haven't read it. I haven't read it oh you haven't read it. It's a no. it's pretty interesting that what it was is what they they put out there for us to read is when the night is over during the celebration of Endor and Luke is there, obviously Leia is there, but Leia starts to starts thinking about Vader and her being the daughter of, you know, someone that tortured her and how Luke easily just like let it go and and pretty much said that You know, he had good in him. He chose the right path. She's not all about it. She just doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to, like, think about Vader in that fashion. So it's pretty cool, man. I was uh, pretty impressed reading it. It's on StarWars.com. You can check it out. Um, And it's something that we've all really thought about, you know, after the Jedi. Like, what was her take on everything? Like, she forgave her father, and it doesn't seem at all. That she is in um, the forgiving mood. Her,
3: I think people really gloss over the fact of what she suffered at his hand. Yeah, w- w- with the door shut, and you just see the droid, and they're just imagining them using the, the droid on her. But uh, you know, the radio, obviously-
4: the radio drama has that entire scene in there, and it's pretty crazy.
1: Did they? There's. I don't know if there's probably an urban legend, but there was more that they were going to film. And I don't know if they filmed it and just threw it out, but like she was suspended upside down. Carrie Fisher was, or at least that was the plan for her. Okay.
4: Okay. That's interesting.
3: That would really make, if something like that existed, that would make his redemption uh, feel more difficult, even though we know what he was like capable of and what he did. Mm -hmm. I, I think that it being against, A beloved character like princess leia would that would make it tougher for that fandom Mm -hmm. um but i mean yeah ultimately we know he's terrible i mean you know everybody loves kylo ren and he kept a container of ashes of his victims next to him Mm -hmm. that he that he slams that was kind of a dumb thing to write in i was a little disappointed in that but everybody's (laughs) like oh he's got good in him but anyway, right. maybe he did. I right. I
4: like the fact that they're bringing that question up, and I like the fact that she's she's like, well, there's one point that she says, well, he didn't get tortured by his by his dad, you know. Maybe that's why he's just like it's okay with it now. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Who,
3: Luke. Yeah, Leia
4: said says that in her yeah. head.
3: Well, I mean, he got his hand cut off, and he got lots of stuff thrown at him, and he got blasted out of glass. Yeah, window. But,
4: but they're they're saying that that torture was pretty. Intense, I, And yeah. we don't know exactly how it went down. I remember the radio play. It was kind of awkward. It sounded really weird you know, because the guy that does Vader is awful on the radio play. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty interested in this and see where else it's going to go. I don't know what the storyline really is other than what they put out. But, but going back to Shadow of the Sith, man, I am really enjoying that book. And I didn't think I was going to. Uh, I was trying to read that in Brotherhood at the same time. It kind of left Brotherhood uh, uh, to the side right now, it really is helping me um, complete and put like round off the sequel trilogy. And I've said this before on this podcast that uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was all over the place. I thought there were some great scenes and it was entertaining at times, but I thought there were storylines that just shouldn't have been in there. After listening to the first, I don't know, like six, seven chapters, it was really helping me enjoy that storyline uh, more, which uh, I don't think a book has done that in Star Wars to me. Uh, to make me feel like the movie now, the movie experience was better. So it's it's really good. I really enjoy it. And I didn't think that the, all the characters that are in it were going to be in it, which was a, which was a cool surprise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know what's going to happen to the main characters. Yes. And – it's written in a way that even though you know it's going to happen, you still think that anything can happen.
4: Yes, that's right.
1: Uh, especially, especially later on, and like like you said, Arash, it explains or sets up certain things in Rise of Skywalker that that make it make sense a little bit more. Yeah, I wish I had this before I saw the movie. Yeah,
4: that's that's for sure.
3: Well, and the, the, here's the thing, though. While whilst that's great you know we had a novelization that came out way after a movie that yeah came out because honestly it really felt like okay well let's see what they're bitching about and then we'll try to fill that in (laughs) that'll shut them up Mm -hmm. and it and not that i liked the movie i did i liked the rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. it's certainly not my favorite i have many issues with it but ultimately this is something that I was actually talking to cruiser about at the end of the day all of these things then I said the same thing about Kenobi it's how did it make me feel how did it make me feel watching it well it was fun and I love the characters and all of that but it really accentuates the storytelling choices that could have been better when you have to have a novel Fill in the gaps to make you feel good about the close of a saga in a franchise that, without this book, that ten percent at most of the people who watch that movie are going to read. That's being way too generous. Five percent at yeah, if, most. If that, yeah, two and a half percent at most are going to read. That's just. That's not good. That's not commendable. That's not something to be celebrated. That's something to learn from. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm glad the book's good because it really is. The author did great. job. So what does Ochi of Bestoon sound like?
4: Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the only problem I was going to say is Ochi because he's written a lo- little weird to me. Uh, and the way he talks. Like, is, it, uh, is it Thompson? No, it's not. And, oh, there's a, okay. and there's a big difference. Uh, this guy's okay, but he's not Thompson. He's well, the, but o- Lando is nails, dude. He, this guy is nails Lando.
1: Ochi is drunk pretty much yes. this whole book.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ochi's
1: <laughs> hammered constantly. Yeah. I
4: That's can it. super relate to that. No, Ochi's...
1: And, I, you know, Eric, you, you're absolutely right about – and and like you, you know, I have some problems with Rise of Skywalker, but I still really enjoyed it. And, you know, movies shouldn't have to rely on books to fill in the blanks. No. But the movie came out almost three years ago now. And it, it's not – yeah, it, it's trying to fix it, but also trying to add to the story. And, and I have a feeling after – after Ahsoka airs, we're going to start getting more what was Luke up to
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: in the in-between the mm-hmm. in between years. I think this is the first of that. And I I think it's trying to make the best out of the situation as it is now. Yeah. We yeah. have we have a book. We have an opportunity to t- tell a Luke story and to plug some of these holes. And yeah, 100%. yes, I would rather those holes have not been there in the first place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're, they're using what they have. In, in an advantageous way.
3: Right. Right. They're telling a good story in mm-hmm. the books. Don't this is not the book's fault no. at all. No. Uh, it's just, it's the problem is that now we're we have we are forced to make this comparison of oh well now thank God this movie that should have been the best thing they've ever produced. It has to be this is helping it yeah uh, be a success. And regardless. It is pretty cool. So, one thing I was surprised about, and this isn't a spoiler. So, if you're still planning on reading the book, I'm not very far into it. But Ochi and like all the pieces of him are like his eyes are cybernetic and all of these other things, which I didn't expect. And his skin, like, that's not his race's look no he was damaged and uh because i thought maybe it was, it was just the type of alien he was that that's what they looked like so that was that was pretty interesting and mm-hmm. i did i wondered what his voice was like now i do think and it is a trend that i really wish would catch on is the way he refers to himself like the of best dune is his last name <laughs> because you know so and he doesn't, it's not even like Dr. Doom style. I, Dr. Doom, blah, blah, blah. It's just Ochi of Best, he best does not do. blah, blah, blah. And Ochi of Best
4: doing something, <laughs> something, something. And uh, I-, I love something. how one of, one of his buddies calls him out on it, though. Oh, he does. Yeah. I've not. bothered. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He does. He does. He calls him out on it.
3: Yeah. Um, but I think that's more people should be doing that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably mentioned this before, but a lot of the, the stuff that happened to him that fucked him up happened in the comics.
4: Oh, and okay. Okay. He
1: started making an appearance in the Darth Vader series, which takes place between Empire and Jedi. And he goes from a guy who's been hunting Vader to Vader's hype man slash manservant. And it's just, he's, they've given him a chance and he's become a very entertaining character.
4: Mm-hmm. And he was, people don't know, he was one of the, the best bounty hunters in the galaxy yeah. for a long run. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but he what,
1: he ended. Vader ended up taking him to Exegol, and that's where he went blind and all this other stuff. Yeah, burned skin.
4: Yeah, blindness. Yeah, I dig it, man. And I, I didn't. I had no intention of reading it either. I was like, I don't want to know about what happened <laughs> during that time span. But I gave it a shot, and yeah, very very entertaining.
3: Cool. Yeah, I'm I am I'm enjoying it. The writing style's good. It moves mm-hmm. along. It's uh it's neat. It's neat to see. So you haven't gone to the Lando parts at all, Eric? Um yeah, no, I'm in that. Okay. I'm so, in the yeah. spot where he's at the bar playing sobac trying to figure oh, out. Oh, okay. He, that's okay. that's exactly. So I'm right around there with where that I'm at Okay, where I'm right there. Right but, yeah.
4: Perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. I thought I got, she loved I, me. I, listen, I got a, the the last part. I I kind of know why I copied the pieces because to me this line from um the excerpt um, uh, sounds like Leia and Han are going to go to Smashtown, dude. So listen to this. This is, a, this is the last thing it says here. Leia had no idea what would happen tomorrow or the next day. But as she left Luke in the shadows and met Han on the bridge, she knew exactly what would happen that night. So she's talking about going to Smashtown with Han, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Was it Ben conceived that night? Was Ben or conceived in, on
3: Endor? I'm pretty sure All that right. was the. Ooh, I think it was the, a
1: little bit later.
3: The implication. Wow. Okay. Okay. All no, right. boo. I thought that too. I, I think that's been mentioned as a thing. That's maybe the, that's it was on I the Cantabite Dispatch though, and that's where we're getting <laughs> our our crappy
5: information. <laughs> Wishful thinking, maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
4: Yeah. One thing I do don't want to happen is I don't want Lando and Luke to cross paths with Ray i don't want that to happen because that'd be really weird yeah that's that's no good man but let's what see. do you mean by cross, cross well cross i'm lines. just i'm just like to meet to know exactly where she was i don't want that to happen
3: so that there's even the possible chance later that after the credits rolled on the rise of skywalker they could have been like hey i remember you right thumbs down, down. On stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly
4: <sighs> All right. I don't have anything else, man. Oh, yeah, that's I, more than I thought we had for Star Wars. Shit. It's a, it's a law right now. Uh, I want to read this real quick uh, before we get into... I have a trailer trash. Well, you know what? Let me do trailer trash first because we have an email from Lumberjack Nick, and it has to do with Love and Thunder. Uh, but I have a trailer trash, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a good one. And um, I think we should just jump into this right here. Here we go.
1: No, don't eat that. I saw it moving the refrigerator.
4: The Here stuff. Here, Jason, take some. There is something
2: alive
0: in there. It looks like an ice cream. They're pie. good for us, Jason. <laughs> oh, oh no! Kill the bad things <laughs> in science. Oh, it sounds like he had issues. It must be a side effect of eating <laughs> too much dessert. To <laughs> surf- nice,
4: Garrett Morris. Is that Garrett Morris? Yeah. yeah
3: oh people are trying to steal the kill
4: stuff. You all. It, it's there's a yogurt called the stuff
3: we are not alone tonight oh. America is in grave danger
1: is that Paul Sorvino? sure you is yeah that you've actually seen
3: people devoured
2: by the stuff oh hell yes and what's worse I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, for you,
2: uh, the stuff
4: from New uh, World Pictures. New World Pictures, the stuff. Okay, so that's trailer one. Come I don't know about you guys, but I'm
2: hungry. To you, the stuff. <laughs> no, I'm it's good. about
4: Thanks, uh, a yogurt that attacks people, ends up killing them, and it's called The Stuff. So uh, here's trailer two of The Stuff.
3: Hold on. Um,
1: we interrupt this presentation.
4: What's up? Can we watch it where we're on the side?
3: It's yeah. the row sure. of, the, of of yeah of us. Thank there, you, we're much Blocking better.
1: the
2: stuff, but that yeah. now less is
1: blocked.
5: Less is three ten.
2: That's fine. I don't need to be in. I, I'm not. Yeah, let's do it. Go for <laughs> it. Well said, that.
4: Yeah, he doesn't want to be involved in the stuff. I guess. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
2: I don't need the With stuff. The following guys. urgent
1: message regarding the stuff. If you see it in stores, call the police. If you have it in your home. Don't touch it, get out. The stuff is a product of nature, a deadly living organism. It is addictive and destructive. It can overcome your mind and take over your body. And nothing can stop it. When did this movie
0: come out?
4: It looks like 81, maybe 79. say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff rabbit dogs
3: tonight america is in grave danger
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna kill you it's gonna kill
2: you all <laughs> oh jesus okay and he ended up having the stuff <laughs> ha, come on
4: did <laughs> a truck full of stuff the stuff Oh. oh, Garrett is not looking good. A lot of stuff. The
2: stuff you have been warned. It's actually, I, at the time, I'd probably be pretty damn scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of scared. We look at it kind of cheesy now, but at the time, I probably would have been like, I ain't eating that shit, dude. <laughs> oh Well, I'm definitely not going to eat it. <laughs> the stuff is not coming it's... near me. Damn. It.
5: that's an interesting play on yogurt too because it is actually no if it's a play on yogurt it's a
4: lie <laughs> it is yeah
5: yeah that's right. a it could on happen it's like uh the happening where the plants come back and get us all mother nature's pissed and she's like you're all gonna die now
4: yeah so there you go guys uh for the listeners look up the stuff on youtube and uh man it's pretty horrific, I and mean, these are all trailers that I watch and I go, "How did I not see this before?" When I'm looking up really shitty trailers, um, so it's amazing that these kind of trailers are still out there.
2: Uh, yeah, that the was the second really trailer. Was it too bad? Again, what? You're, if it came out in '79, I'd be freaked the fuck out. I th- it looks like an '81 flick or '82 flick. Still, '85, '85. Oh, sh- dang!
1: That more sense. Mm, okay. okay, well, okay. that's awesome.
4: That's awful.
3: Okay. it's hard to imagine that like just the filmic techniques and the lighting and everything that that came out after a movie like return of the jedi <laughs>
4: yeah that's what i'm saying that's why i was saying like 79 80 yeah that looks really bad and garrett morris was in it and then paul servino who later on you know has done some great movies was also in goodfellas who is the know. reporter the lady
3: she looked I, familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know who the yeah, record
1: had a budget of $1.7 million. That sounds about That's right. That's
3: a lot,
4: though, for back then, dude. Yeah. A- $85? 1700000 million? How much is that worth
3: 1, in today dollars? Uh, 1. Not 8. today. Let's say this time last year dollars. Today it's uh, worth yeah, $1.7 million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
4: Huh. Yeah, it looks awful. looked awful. But there you go. There's the stuff. There's the stuff. Uh, do we have any boo bits there? Boo.
3: Oh yeah. So hey, real quick, Randy, did you find those uh the Hasbro Star Wars
4: pictures? Yeah, oh sure yeah, 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 I saw that link. Let's see there. Ooh, Got uh if you a want a top. full screen me here. Sure. There you go. Okay.
0: You can have the Mandalorian option. All right. And let's see if we can just just get a good idea just like what we're dealing with there. Oh. That guy's okay. cross-eyed. Good. Yeah, he's not yeah. having a good time. He's not having that a good time. That schnoz. Let's see. Maybe that's not your thing. Let's try. Uh, how about you can do the uh, Finn okay. selfie
2: series? Okay. 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 It's a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's looks a bit Pissed better. off though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's pretty upset. Yeah, he's definitely not happy. Let's see. And then we also have. Let's see. here. Oh, okay. The Empire oh. Strikes Back one. Okay. Oh, this the closer you get, the worse it gets. A little bit better. Oh, I think that one's probably okay. best of the bunch. Yeah, it looks pretty then, detailed though. Finally, oh yeah, a new hope one. All right.
4: Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Let me check that out. Yikes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, but for all we know, that's exactly what the guy looks like in <laughs> exactly. real life. I think. Right. That's, <laughs>
4: that's, that's, yeah, if that's the case, that's pretty messed up that we were like going. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you're laughs> ugly. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's first first exactly how I, how I look. Rogues option. Dude. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. There's also a Jedi Robes option? Is that no, I'm
1: surprised there's not one. Uh, yeah,
4: exactly. I thought... There
1: had, there might how be, many were there total? Four that
0: we, only yeah. four that were shown.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing so. to remember about Black Series figures. All right? The heads are interchangeable. The way the ball joint yeah. for the head works. So oh. if you got one made, you could put that head on something else. e 3 hmm. Just okay. FYI.
4: Yeah. What a drag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a drag.
4: That's awesome. Okay, thanks for finding those, man. All right, boo, go ahead, man. Play play, play the be video. Bits, it better be bits Oh yeah, it's
1: bits bike. It's bits to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits.
2: Well
4: done, boo. You're learning,
2: dude. Uh, he really knew. good that video. He yeah. You knew. That's a good one, boo. Worth yeah. the price of subscription.
4: It really was. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so be better be, bits, it better be- Oh, here's his bike. It's- I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
3: so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so
5: sorry. My first bit is that everyone knows Raj is an asshole. <laughs> everyone.
4: Um, everyone. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh,
5: boy.
0: All right, go ahead.
4: I'm sorry. Whatever. I want to do it again. Look at my hands are here.
5: I want to do it again. Yeah, you're going to spill your beer again. I yeah.
4: know.
2: <laughs>
5: <sighs> so I've, I've been holding on to a couple of these bits. We're going to start talking about Stranger Things and all that. Everybody's finished it in a yeah. little bit. Uh, there's a few things. There's a few things that, you know, the Duffer Brothers have done some some interviews and some uh, they've been on some podcasts and talked to some, you know, uh, magazines and websites and all that. So there's a bunch of stuff out there. So these, these are kind of, couple of the little things that i i thought were interesting uh the final season season five
4: spoiler are we doing spoilers so just to tell people
5: if you haven't if, seen it if you yet. haven't
4: seen stranger things for all of the season then we're gonna spoil the shit out of it from here yeah. On. so yeah uh, there you go Go gonna fucking kill it um yeah <laughs> yeah i'll try to make it uh, he's so bummed randy, um, randy 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 i want you to. Do, i was thinking about this you we should come to you and ask you specific questions and i just want to just randomly make up some shit about <laughs> stranger things and see how close you are or how the far um, fetched it is yeah okay I'm, sorry yeah, that go sounds
5: ahead. fun okay okay um uh, so the first one is uh the duffer brothers said that uh season five will be entirely set in hawkins and a lot of the original groupings and pairings uh will be uh kind of rebuilt that were are in season one so oh. it looks like you know the will um lucas and all them they're gonna be back together you know we'll see i guess everybody coming back they also said uh no new characters i don't know how oh, much you can okay. believe that but they said no new characters interesting so we'll so, see so
2: what does that mean Elle and hopper will be back together yeah Mm-hmm. And the four will be back together, mm-hmm. and then Nancy and Joe—I mean Nancy and Steve—Nancy
4: and Steve. A question so, though:
3: Last spent
2: it, a lot of time together.
4: Ellen Hopper, were they together on the in the first season?
2: No, El yeah, was she, with uh, El was with the crew. Boys, yeah. Didn't, oh, but toward the end, she ended up staying at the cabin, right? Or yeah, the very season? at the very end, N- the very end, or in the middle. This no, not she was not in sta- the woods. She, she was the in the, the woods,
4: end. and Hopper <laughs> was leaving. Um, uh, eggos, yeah, eggos for her. She never went to the cabin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so she's probably going to be with the, the the boys again.
2: Yeah. I just want another moment where Finn just yells at Max and calls her Molly Ringwald. Oh, yeah. Ha. Uh,
5: well, speaking well, of Max, there it
4: speaking
2: is. Speaking of Max. Great segue. Um, Great segue.
5: Thank you. Uh the Duffer brothers have talked about Maxine uh her state, you know, we all saw her at the end. She's in the hospital. Uh, hooked 9. up to yeah, hooked up to a bunch of machines. She's got the neck brace. All four of her limbs are casted up, and uh, we see we see uh, L try to go into her, into her head to see how she's doing or what she's doing because she's currently in a coma. Word. She's currently a coma. L goes in there. Nothing's there. It's just no. a big black space. And this is the quote from the, Duthor, the, the Duffer Brothers: uh, "She's alive. Her brain is dead. She's blind and her bones are broken." She's had better days, but yes, she's alive.
4: Her brain is dead. Yeah, she's
5: brain dead. Yeah, there's, there's nothing uh, going on there. Yeah.
4: So well, I have some theories about this when we talk about this in a few minutes. Okay.
5: Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll hold on to those. Yeah. So yeah. that if, if you needed any confirmation, that was my first initial thought when I saw it. I didn't want it to be that. Yeah, I, I mean, really didn't, but that was my first initial thought. And I was like, once it was confirmed, I was like,
4: damn. That was one of those moments where I thought that if they would have fully killed her off, that I would be like, fuck this show. I I was, was, this happened to me a couple of times, like Game of Thrones, where I threw my remote control. I was ready to throw my remote control. Like when she was up in the air and the crackety cracks, yeah. And the eyes, I was like, Running fuck up this that show. Hill. Fuck yeah. you, Duffer Brothers. Oh, yeah, dude. I started crying big time. I was like, fuck this, dude. This cannot happen. I was telling Lorena, no, 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 no. This can't. This can't fucking happen. This, so. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I don't
5: have a segue. I don't have a segue, but we're going to talk about Comic-Con. Um, well, speaking what's of Comic-Con. Be... Speaking of Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh we're going to get a Marvel is going to be there, of course, and they're going to reveal the first looks at uh, X-Men 97, which is the reboot of the uh, animated X-Men show. That's yeah. going to be pretty bitching. Uh, we're going to get a first look at uh, Marvel Zombies as well as uh, What If
4: Season 2. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I can't believe doing a reaction show last night. All three of us missed the fucking X-Men song. No. Because we we're so excited. Yeah, there was an X Men song when they yeah. said Mutant. We, we, you yes. didn't get it, dude. No, don't act like it, you got it, bro. Because you I hear looked it at the as
2: they're saying it. Less. I've watched our reaction yes, multiple times. I was more reacted to the fact that I. Oh, so was I supposed to acknowledge the theme or just acknowledge one or the other? I would imagine that when they said
4: Mutant uh, and the X Men theme good. was on that you would have said, oh my God, that theme. There's the theme.
3: I noticed the moment they said, it.
4: the moment they said mutation, like, a let mutation, me tell you why we didn't, we didn't like, notice it because yeah, we were man. speaking over it. There's no way we heard it because we were speaking while it was on. It was only on for two seconds. So there's yes. no way you heard it. So I didn't hear you it. it. Yeah. I definitely I haven't, seen it. It yeah. uh, oh, I you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, you haven't
1: see it. seen it yet? Yeah. Uh, well, then no, there no, goes that. I knew. Oh, you already knew. You already knew. Okay.
3: And I was trying to tell uh, my wife about it. She had
4: no idea what I was talking about.
3: Oh, uh, da, 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 da.
4: Yeah, we were called out multiple times on YouTube. That's funny. And one guy replied to somebody else calling us out and goes, "Yeah, because they talked through the entire thing. <laughs> they talked over the entire moment." Say so we're excited, man. They said the word mutant. Well,
3: it, well, they said would, mutation. It wouldn't be much of a of a reaction video if you didn't say anything,
4: right? Well, yeah, exactly.
3: All right, talk when you're supposed to. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs>
1: Just put up twenty minutes of thumbnails next time. <laughs>
5: reaction faces, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, something for people to react to, yeah, specifically in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which was the setting of uh, Breaking Bad. They're going to erect a Walter White and Jesse Pinkman statues. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. And their
4: meth outfits?
5: You know what? I was wondering. I was wondering. I was like, you know. Or underwear. Great show. Maybe underwear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Are they going to come
2: out bottomless? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
5: That's what I was wondering. I was like, great show. Awesome show. One of the top three shows of all time. Incredible. Mm -hmm. But they're cooking meth.
4: <laughs> yeah, they kill right. People. I don't I'm know like, if those are the two symbols you want for your state. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't.
5: Awesome, awesome idea. I don't know. I don't. It just seems. I'd be like, this is really cool, but I, I, I wonder who, how you broach that idea to like a city council or something like that. Guys, I got it. We need more tourists. You know, people aren't coming that much anymore because Breaking Bad has kind of gone away. But statues of drug dealers and killers, yeah,
4: it's yeah. <laughs> like in like, New York. New York, like a little Italy, they'll have Michael Corleone sitting on a on a, yeah. on a seat there, like same thing. I I'm just like, do that. I'm not sure.
5: I think it's cool. I'd love to go see it, but I'm like, I, I don't know how that gets pushed pro or pushed across. I don't know. Awesome. Whoever had the idea. Some balls on you, good for you. So yeah, so, so I thought that was pretty cool.
2: You know, it's it's,
5: it's not like uh, the Statue of Liberty getting Captain America's shield on it or anything. You know, it's it's right. it's, it's some shit going on. So yeah. Speaking um, of erect. <laughs> Go ahead, boo. <laughs> Go ahead. Boo.
4: Uh. uh <laughs> That was a showstopper right there. <laughs> that, that was
5: that was. Um, some more Marvel news. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich is uh, joining the cast of Ironheart. The only reason I really that it's uh was a Riri Williams, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So oh. she's she's supposed to be the next Iron Man, I guess.
2: Okay. If, if Ironheart.
1: She's going to be in Wakanda forever, and I think oh, they leaked
2: okay. uh images of her. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I think it's, oh, nice. it's, it's... Is it images of her or
1: so. images of merch that have her image?
4: Yeah. I saw something with Wakanda Forever, but it wasn't RiRi. It was I think it's just, like, all the posters.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's, like, Namor, Shuri. Uh, I haven't seen Namor. How does Namor look, Les? It's, it's like, a legit uh, Aztec... Uh, oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's got, like, the jade necklace and then... Uh, couple gold bangles and yeah right on are they giving them the pointy ears and stuff i didn't see that much detail it was just really cool to see it looks like he has the pointy ears i would i would assume that though yeah
4: huh okay cool
5: so i guess that shoots down the uh solo two uh rumors or uh hopes and dreams
4: yeah I don't think that's happening
5: for a while. If that's going to even happen, man. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy seeing people have the shirts. I saw. it. Uh, I loved it at Comic Con where they, and yeah. then and then Ron Howard's like, "No, it's not <laughs> happening." Stop asking me. <laughs> no. Yeah. He was no. like legitimately pissed. Yeah. Uh, King, King Tom <laughs> is so excited for uh, Solo too. He's just so so just so pumped. He can't even hold himself back. The movie,
1: back. not the hashtag.
5: Not the hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> I just want him to fucking make it so he stops saying it. Yeah, I would love on. to see.
4: I would love to see Solo too, man. Me too. I would. I'm, I'm down. Um,
5: yeah. Just make for Inky's
4: nest. nest. Yes. Or just make yeah. it a series. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, speaking of series, um, so Echo is going to be uh, well done. Evolve, uh I forgot her actual name in the show, but oh. that's that's her like her superhero name or bad guy name Echo, and she has her involvement. I guess Daredevil is kind of like her uncle kind of thing. He, they, what? Uh, remember, remember in um, it was the Hawkeye. You see Echo and and her and uh, you see uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as, as oh yes uh, yes, yes,
4: yes and yes. and he
5: comes in. He kind of like gotcha. loves her and kills her dad and whatever. Right moving. right 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 right. So kingpin and charlie cox as the daredevil are going to be in the echo show
4: well thank god because i was thinking like how are they going to just pull off a show about echo yeah you know what i mean like so this makes total sense mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not saying content wise i'm saying like people watching wise
5: mm -hmm. you you really got to engage the people yeah Uh, so yes so so they gave a little bit of like a a little hint of what the show is going to be about or a a sum of it, it's going to include a plot line where Daredevil is searching for a former ally. It's rumored to be Jessica Jones.
1: Oh, dude.
5: So that would be kind of cool. Uh, them, you know, bringing in more and more characters from the, I would love
4: to see her, man. You
5: know, the former Netflix Marvel stuff and, you know, bringing them in. So they, Luke Cage too,
4: man. Iron fist.
5: No, No. No. sorry. Sorry. That was a joke. Hashtag fuck iron fist. Exactly. Get fisted. Yeah. Get fisted. Speaking of getting fisted.
0: (laughs) right. Thank you. Speaking of.
4: (laughs) Backdoor action. Speaking of getting fisted. Backdoor action. I'm sorry.
5: The Danny Rand right here. This is your
4: Rand. I'll give you a fucking Danny Rand.
5: Yeah, exactly. I I hope his company gets taken over and is just eliminated. So, yeah. I am Danny Rand. You should all fucking help yeah you know that, that 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 reminded me of show enough show enough no nah, like, oh, nah, no no dude don't this not guy do that this guy has, don't
2: you do that
5: don't do has, that because uh, the has, show enough
2: self-esteem issues too you, you knew who the fuck show enough was when he walked in the goddamn door, why do you have dude? to say his goddamn name because over and that's and what over. the fucking show gun does dude the show gun of harlem lets you fucking know who the fuck he is dude so that's what's right Rand dude. doing who am i that's right. Am I the? That's right. That's right. No fucking way. You don't do that, dude. That is the intro of all intros, dude. That just lets... That's That's why the Huts go around and travel on litters, because the Shogun of Harlem shows you how to fucking do it, dude. Little <laughs> fuck with giant litters and fucking taiko drums, dude, and you just go for it, dude. That's right, dude. Mm, mm-mm,
4: mm-mm. Weren't expecting that, were you, boo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Danny Rand. Yeah. Matter of fact, if he actually did that shit, it might have been better if he actually, like, played Wu-Tang and, like, went up in there like, oh, oh hell yeah, it would have been better. Or fucking yes. went off, like, Busta Rhymes and just did that shit. That would be even better. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that would have made it actually uh, watchable. So, yeah.
5: <sighs> and on that note, um, that's show enough. No. That's
2: right. <laughs>
3: <up>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, dude, the last dragon is so good. Uh, I, I was trying to watch it. My kids wouldn't have it, and I remember telling you guys this. But then we watched it, and they were both super into it. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, whole dirty—you
4: didn't, t- didn't tell me that. They're yeah, into, the whole yeah, like, yeah. the
3: whole dirty books thing. I could have lived without that being yeah. in there, but yeah, they they both thought it was hilarious. They liked the music. They liked the fighting. They liked show enough. Um, they like Bruce Leroy. It was just, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a fine movie. I, I can tell Henry, you he liked vanity.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. I had the big get it vanity. I Wear the super, blazers. Wear the blazers vanity. I'm all about I it.
3: super get it. <laughs> Would you show me some moves or teach me some moves? What was
4: her, like the cheapy line she had? She had such a, like she had one line that was. Oh, uh, um. And that's what I call con- something like, oh, Full Contact or something like that? <sighs> she says something pretty cheapy, but it was great.
3: Well, it's, I remember because she does the kind of the look down and ha-ha whenever uh-huh, she's right. she's talking. Yeah, I don't remember, yeah. man. Yeah. god <laughs> such a good movie. Sorry. We, I know we already Sorry. talked about that movie, <laughs> but that soundtrack <laughs> is phenomenal. It, yes. The movie is called Barry Gordy's. The Last Dragon. Last Dragon. Yeah. That's the official title of the movie. And mm-hmm. if you don't know who Barry Gordy is, then the soundtrack probably won't mean that much to you. But <laughs> right. nah, it's good. It that's is really so good. it's yeah, awesome. Boo, you had any other
4: bits?
5: No, no, that's it. That's all I got. That was yeah, a good man. bit
2: there. It was, was a good, good bit. <laughs>
4: Your bits are always good, man. Uh, but so let's talk some Marvel. Well, let's talk some Stranger Things real quick. Um, Not real quick, but... So Randy, uh, I just wanted to get your your take on this season. Like, uh, you've been through a lot. We've all been through a lot watching this. I mean, you've been right, into yeah. the characters. Uh, yeah. You kind of grew up with the characters. Yeah. So what was like, your overall take uh, I was on blown this season? Away. It uh, me too. It was really good. Like what I do was you know about
0: in particular? Because I have a lot um, of opinions. I
4: just want to know uh, what is eating at Will. Like The what's, like, what's, same what's thing this? that's
0: eating at all of us is a metaphor, bro. <laughs>
4: that's I deep. Think, that is deep. I think you nailed it. Yeah, I, t- I took that. I'm going to come back to you in a second.
2: <laughs> uh, if, if you want.
4: <laughs> oh, I will. I will. Uh, this season was phenomenal, though. And, and I, we've been talking about how much we love this season. And the finale was just two and a half hours of great, great television. I don't even want to say television. It just felt like we were watching a movie. It was that good. And and I, I hope that they give us the opportunity to see the last episode in a movie theater. I think that would be super cool. And uh, I think it would make a ton of money. Because it's not just a show anymore. It's become this like pop culture phenomenon where a song like Master of Puppets got a 700% increase in streams because of that last show. Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill has become... Uh, number one on the UK charts, and she's making a ton of money on it. And then Journeys and Steve Perry's version um, of uh, is it uh, Separate Ways? Separate Ways, Rolls Apart. I went on Spotify; it's the second most listened to Journey song that they have on Spotify now. So it's it's crazy. Uh, it's really become this thing where everybody's talking about it. Kids in our program are listening to the songs. Um, you just don't, hear don't
2: forget Susie and the Banshees. Spellbound got like a massive. Massive and, bump, yeah, well done Duffer Brothers for picking a
4: Susie song that yeah. nobody knows too, which was really cool. Um, you didn't so, know that song? I, I knew it, but I'm no. saying it's not a it's not a popular Susie right. song though, yeah, so
3: one thing, man, that I'll really give this season is the acting, the performances were great, and the characters stopped be i mean, and not that they hadn't already been great, but they very much stopped being the actors to me and were the characters yeah i didn't think about any of them as the actual person they were and that's that's tricky to do man especially when you've had this arc of watching them start at the beginning and watching these kids grow up and they made some pretty bold choices that in you know just the the Chances they were willing to take in the story with the main characters, but the uh, the the way the timelines or the 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 events, the grouping of events, kind of ended up converging. And when they waited to make that happen, uh, the brutality of a lot of it, and no no demographic spared. And I mean specifically age. It can be pretty hard to watch seeing yes. bad stuff happen yes. to kids, right. man, yeah. and. Uh, you know, there are scenes in this throughout that you have to wonder, like, what was that like for the actor? And, you know, so much, so many effects can are done in post now that it's a different phenomenon. But a lot of it's practical and a lot of it's right in your face. And what is that like being in that? Because, you know, take after take after take after take of something traumatic mm-hmm. happening to you physically, I think, would wear on you mentally even if you felt like you were steeled up for it. And I think that like the stuff that they did with the Soviet union and the prison camp and all of that was masterful Mm -hmm. and like the turn and who ends up ultimately being like the final hero of all that, of getting it moving. It was, it was just great.
4: So it, I it really was. I loved it, and I think it embodied like what we loved about movies in the '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that you loved about films in the '80s, it had it all. You know, it had the love interest, it had the funny um, coming-of-age moments, it had the Soviet Union stuff, the Cold War stuff. Uh, it it was so, it had the horror films from the '80s. I mean, it, it, they just Duffer Brothers know the style they want and and the tributes they want. So. Th- we were thinking about doing in a Patreon episode to break down all the crazy Easter eggs that were in the last episode. Uh, but real quick, I mean, there was tons of Star Wars tributes throughout the season, mm-hmm. especially the last episode. Um, um, Alien Resurrection, which when a writer was in, actually, was pretty much mimicked at a point. Um, you have Back to the Future references. Um, you have little tattoos on... On Eddie had a tattoo of bats on his arm. there's so many different things. You had L telling Papa um, that she needs to go because her friends are in danger, and her papa says, "You can't go now, your training's not done." Mm-hmm. And she says, "I don't care. My friends are going to die." And, and then Papa says, "He will kill you if you go now." I mean, it was like it was Empire Strikes Back to its tee. Right I mean and, and her lifting up the vessel was I, to me was Yoda lifting that thing up. I mean, it was just, it was so many different things uh, and so many callbacks. I absolutely love that shit. Well, so many, and majority of people don't even know half those things, but the Duffer brothers are so detailed in that kind of stuff. The whole,
3: the whole scene where she's having the flashback of, and one of the things that I thought they, that was a masterful stroke is they have her in this sensory deprivation tank and Mm -hmm. she's trying to remember what happened to her to regain Mm -hmm. her powers. And they decided to use the current age, 11, dropped in the scenes where so she was cool. a kid. Yeah. And what was great is they didn't have to constantly de-age her to where that would start to distract you. It was her stepping into it as her current self, reliving yeah, so it all. Great. And I thought that was a great move. Genius. That was really Genius. smart on several levels, but it also strongly represented the fact that she's reliving it with the lessons she's learned since with a maturity that she didn't have then. And it helped you remember that Mm -hmm. at, at, in the thing, but like in the scene where he's like, come with me and we'll rule the world. It was the whole Ray and Kylo Ren. Oh, for sure. And then they had the scene where it's the, like the, from a new hope where they're waiting for Darth Vader and the stormtroopers to bust through the door and they're all lined up, geared up. That's the the one
4: I texted you about. Yeah. And I was hoping you had seen it, but no, I don't. Yeah.
3: The um, one thing I do want to say, man, well, let's talk about in the final episode when they use Master Puppets. All right. There was this whole thing and I kind of went on a tear about this. Boo and I already talked about this. Mm -hmm. There was a podcast um, and I'm going to mention their names because, boy, they got bent out of shape when this tweet was screen grabbed by a magazine. I think maybe it was Revolver (laughs) or Loudwire. And they talked about it without giving them the at their tag their tag their handles in the thing but it wasn't they didn't give them that they weren't tagged and they like went mental on it even though it will everybody that was commenting on it was making fun of them they're still distraught that they didn't get this attention it's at crushed underscore monocle which the crushed monocle is a pretty cool name i'll admit but here was their hot take like there's any way I should read it verbatim. I will have it in front of me that Eddie Munson could learn master puppets two weeks after the album came out with no tabs, with no sheet music and no internet. Now listen. <laughs> All right. The dude was 20. What was he? 22. Something like that. He'd been in high school forever. Yeah. And, uh, Here's the thing. One of the things that I have mentioned on The Motivators is that one of their complaints in their constant list of how they stole our content. Screen grabbing something you put on a public website is not stealing your content. I'm sorry. That's not how the Internet works. But. <laughs> One of the things they said was, you know, one of the guys is, is in a band and something along the lines of this was been exposure that my band could have used.
1: Oh, my God. Now,
3: here's the deal. If the kind of exposure you want your band to have is for everybody to know you fucking suck so bad, you can't learn a fucking song by ear in two weeks <laughs> without help. Oh, that's who I'm going to hire is that band right there. They're incompetent. They don't know how to play their instruments. But yeah, let's bring them on in. And here's the thing, man. I learned uh, when Master Puppets came out, I had probably maybe hadn't quite started playing the guitar yet. But when And Justice For All came out two years later, I learned the title track of that song without sheet music and without the Internet in half a day on a vinyl record at my buddy's house pretty much note for note man that's right so it's totally doable and the actor who portrayed eddie munson did a fantastic job of playing the song he really plays the guitar he played it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah with the only exception being the guitar solo and that when they zoom in tight on the hands right and the track that was robert trujillo the bass player metallica's son who did
4: that i didn't know that that's That's rad
3: yeah and and here's what's crazy too his son is also a bass player who can also play the guitar but but just like his dad who's an amazing flamenco guitar player but yeah he is the one who did that he's like the stunt work but dude that
2: scene was just so dope It was was so so metal. It It was was so perfect. It was so
4: so fucking great.
2: Didn't they have a band, like their own fledgling, like garage band in the the show? Yeah. Yeah. He just, but he
3: wasn't there rehearsing with them because he was in hiding.
2: Right. Understood. But still, the point is, is the guys, you have to allow for the character to have possibly been this type of guy who wants to be a rock star or play guitar and sink all his energies into Dungeons and Dragons. And- Playing guitar and just trying to mimic and learn by ear, you know, and it's just a thing that had to be done back then. That's you know what, what everybody I mean? did. It had to be done. You had to do that in any instrument. You know, piano players had to do the same thing. You could learn from sheet music, but if you listen to Ray Charles, you know that that it, if you're worth your salt, you can listen and be able to c- to cover the chords and keys without an issue. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. That means those guys just sucked that bad that they needed every ounce of YouTube help and fret by fret and note for note and spend you know that time sitting there getting lessons from some other guy who's done the work. Right, I, yeah. Screw well, one, of, <laughs> one of the things that. I found funny about it, and I
3: mean, we can move on from this. This is an insignificant point. It just cracked me up, is then... They're like, I can't believe the people who are replying fact checking actual dates versus blah, 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 blah to explain why blah. And it's like, that is literally the subject of the original fucking tweet.
1: Right.
3: Literally. So at Crush underscore Monocle, I don't want you to think that I wasn't going to give you credit where credit's due. (laughs) Ace job. Ace job. Being crappy at what you're
4: crappy (laughs) (laughs) I. You know what? It's crazy. I looked up. Right when that episode ended, I looked up dates, but I didn't look up dates to talk shit. I looked up dates because I knew the Duffer Brothers weren't going to put something out that wasn't released at the same time. I just wanted to just to read it and see, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! They they fucking made sure that they had it in March when that thing was out two months early." I, I was so happy for them.
3: Well, and it's, what's like, funny too is one of the things they mentioned is how you know Spring Break, which is typically the middle of March. Bleh, 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 bleh. spring break in March of 1986, especially yeah. in the Midwest would have been centered around Easter, which would have been the weekend ending spring break or the beginning of spring break. And that was the last Sunday in March. Right. So,
4: and, and at the end of the day, it's a show. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. as a, a girl in a strange <laughs> world. Ryan. He's in the upside down. Spring. Like, Shucks let's relax. Out. Yeah. Because, man, even, if like, was, <laughs> even if it came out way after, I would have said, fuck it. It was a great scene. Yes. It was that's, that's awesome. The,
3: and Metallica was so cool about it, man. Oh, and good on them stuff. because yeah. that song still, it's amazing to me how not dated that song sounds production wise and just like writing wise as far as metal goes. Oh yeah. Uh, that's really cool. But it that would because that sort of argument reminds me of my ex-wife when uh hi- her son and I would get up real early and watch SpongeBob. There was an episode where it's snowing because it's Christmas. He's like fake, like they never snow under underwater. <laughs> right, right, right. That was the thing in SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, that was it, the deal.
4: Th- yeah, I don't under- I never understood that. It was cool <laughs> for me because I had just remember I told you guys I just introduced Metallica to Malik, and this was about three weeks before that episode. And we've been listening to Master constantly because he loves just yelling, Master, Master. So when I saw it, it was like it all came together. It was so rad. <laughs> it was so cool. And I love the video that Metallica put out uh, with uh, jamming alongside the scene. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw that. Wearing yeah. Hell, Hellfire Halef- shirts. Yeah,
3: Hellfire Club shirts. Yeah, Hellfire Club
4: shirts. Wow, very cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's yeah, it was really cool, Les. You got to check it out. And, they're, and they, they're all rocking out individually and they're all so excited to do it. Yeah, very cool. I love them, man. Oh, man, I, mi- stay... I miss watching them, dude.
2: Right. It helps them stay relevant too. So this is all sure. Stranger Things has been doing. It's right. Mm-hmm. Bringing everything back. How just... crazy! How
4: crazy! We talked about this months ago about how movies don't have the songs anymore. Remember, mm-hmm. we're like back in the '80s and early '90s, a movie, a song could really make the movie,
3: yes. and and a movie could make the song. And the movie can make. Like, the don't song. you forget about me? That's
4: right. Exactly. Or take my breath away, yeah. uh, Berlin and Top Gun. And every, song that came, and, and every song that Kenny Longins did in his career. But, but serious, he has like, it's pretty, pretty fucking yeah. impressive, dude. The He's the John has. Williams of
3: movie score pop <laughs> he, he, music. Sure is, <laughs> he sure is, dude. He sure is. I don't,
4: I don't, I don't want to dominate the conversation. They did it. They figured uh, it out.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't want to dominate the conversation. This is just to be the, the last thing I say about it. One of the things that's frustrated me with all of this is like the gatekeeper bullshit of people who are like, it's it's not okay for you to be a fan of this now. Where were you back then? Shitting uh, on kids who were into this stuff. Uh, yeah, Shitting this is- on people who were adults who were around for it then, but only like it now. That right. is so sad, man. Why can't you be happy for people liking what they like? And right. I mean, yeah. be happy that... I, I, just, I just don't understand that mindset no. at no, all. No,
4: I think it's exactly what you said. I think it's phenomenal that kids know who the fuck Susie and the Banshees are, or Metallica now, or Kate Bush, or Journey. How fucking rad is that? Mm-hmm. That's that, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> I have no problems with that. They, you know why? Because yeah. all of those people that I mentioned deserve it. They deserve yes. the fanfare, and they deserve the money that they're making now. Uh, not that Metallica needs the money, but Kate Bush, mm-hmm. I'm sure wasn't kicking ass over the last 20 years, but she owns every right to every song. She's making a ton of money. And good for Steve Perry. Steve Perry worked with the, to remix the version of the song. That's why it's Journey with Steve Perry.
2: Um, oh. Yeah.
4: So he went in and- in, what, what,
2: if, what if this gets them back together? Yeah, it I don't know. I don't think so, man. It, they, won't, it, they, it won't. They, they hate each other. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Man, that's that's one band just... that
4: OG Rob always goes, because I've seen everybody that want to see, it, but he always brings it up at Brewery X, you yeah, haven't seen Journey. With Steve Perry.
2: <laughs> that's right. He nope, does do that.
4: I haven't seen Journey with Steve Perry. And Lorraine is like, I've seen Journey. I go, no, you saw him with somebody else. You didn't see Journey, Journey. Even though the guy that's with him is phenomenal at what he does. But it's still not Steve Perry. Yeah. So f- forget it. Oh, man. Okay. So King Tom, I yes. know you're a, big, you're a big fan. I am. Yes. Yeah. Uh, your favorite season thus far?
1: Maybe it's hard to say for me. I I really liked the ending of two. I I liked all the mall stuff, the Russian stuff with three, but at yeah, the same time, those feel that. those feel like they introduced elements of the story characters that really paid off in four. Yes. Mm-hmm. So in, in 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 terms of and the the, the thing about this this season the length of some of these episodes um yeah you know i I shouldn't complain because we're getting some great stuff but especially early on it felt like it was taking a while to move but we were we had these really long episodes um so maybe it might be my favorite i think it's too early to tell right now yeah yeah
4: i I know when you watch it you're like overwhelmed by how long they are But I I thought, especially the last one, I had to watch the last one in two days because it it got too late for me. But I thought every minute of it was great. I, you know, and God, I love Steve. Steve is so cool. (laughs) Yeah, he's the coolest. Even even giant middle finger. Exactly. Um, He's the best dude. He's just such a great character. And did you notice when he was talking? um, What's her name? Uh, The one that his ex girlfriend,
5: Nancy. 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 Yeah, he's
4: talking to Nancy in the Winnebago. And he's like, I can see myself envisioning myself with six kids. Yes. Well, it's exactly six kids who he watches after. Uh, it's 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 all oh. six of them. So there's things like that all over the place um, in uh, in the show. And That's what I love about it. Boo, what's your uh, boo and less? So boo, what's your what's your final take on, uh, on oh, the season?
5: Yeah, it, it is incredible. Uh, I I do think it is my favorite season. Um, the last episode, two and a half hours long. I. I didn't feel like it was it is two and a half hours, but it. I was just locked in for the whole four hours of, you know, episode eight and nine. But right. episode nine, I'm just just so just enthralled with what's going on. Incredible how they're able to tie in everybody, all the all the little, you know, the things going on in Russia, the things going on the upside down things going on with 11 with, you know, with the boys inside the, uh, you know, the, uh, the surfer boy pizza, you know, all of yeah. that. And it all just kind of culminates and everybody works together. You know, everybody meets up in the end. Uh, just, just incredible. And, and the acting, I think the acting out of, uh, I, I forgot, uh, I forgot Maxine's character or her, her actual name, but her, Sadie Lucas, Sink. Sadie Sink. Sink. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I thought her acting and Lucas's acting was especially thought- at the end.
4: Oh, Lucas was amazing all season. My
5: God, that just literally tore my heart out. And I'm just like, and you're just sitting there just so just distraught. And, you know, what happens after that? And it's just, you know, the emotion that's conveyed and how you feel for the town, the kids, everyone involved, you know, and they give you a sense of, of happiness and elation when you see everybody come back together. That's great. Shit's hit the fan hard. Yeah. Shit has hit the fan hard. You yeah, know, shit has there's a giant the earthquake, earthquake. earthquake in the middle of, uh, of Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So just, just an incredible season, incredible show. Um, if, if every episode for season five is two and a half hours, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be like, good like Lord. This, yeah. I don't mind. It's going to, it's going to take me seven years to finish, but <laughs> I'll be yeah. happily sitting there. Yeah. So just, just incredible how they're able to, put everything together duffer brothers did an amazing amazing right. job right and vecna is terrifying
4: vecna Whoa. is terrifying motherfuckers yeah, yeah.
5: scary as shit wow.
4: vecna is yeah. scary
2: as shit less vecna and one of the most scariest things i think i've all, seen yeah all i'm gonna say is that uh i qu- i learned quickly after trying to binge the first three episodes I had to stop after the first episode I looked up and I said, okay, you know what? This is something as bingeable as stranger things was. I think they want us to watch this one episode a day, you know, and just, you know, just go once a day. So I literally switched it up and just started watching it over the next few, basically the next few days. And then, you know, volume two came and you finished volume two. Uh, I I agree with King Tom. It just felt like everything paid off. I just felt like this was the, they were telling a story and they got to a point where now this is how we're going to, you know, this is what we're doing here. We're not done. So I'm going in a seat to the, in the stranger things five with just, okay, look, it's going to be either. I'm going to spread it out over a couple weeks or I'm just going to, you know, maybe it's a Saturday thing and I just watch it on watch one episode on a Saturday and, then just keep an anticipation because it kept me coming back. That much it did. It kept me coming back. Uh, I liked all of it, uh, even the – and it had all the elements, you know, that we've had back in the day from all the cool movies we saw, mm-hmm. you know, where there's the – even in Nightmare on Elm Street, right, Freddie kills the girlfriend in her dream, but the boyfriend's like, I didn't do it. Like, I didn't do this. Like, it wasn't me. She she got th- – th- th- this thing happened, you know? It, this 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 mm-hmm. thing killed her, and it's like – No, no, Eddie's that guy. Even though he's not Chrissy's boyfriend, he's just like, I didn't, you you won't (laughs) believe me if I told you what happened. And then it's like, well, we believe you. And it just goes from there. It just, and, and again, to tie everything, have everything, everybody spread out so far, but to be able to like still have an impact and for them to help each other and get an end goal done for, you know, for Hopper and him in Russia. And that whole thing was entertaining. That was pretty cool. You know, it was just Joyce and... Oh, I keep forgetting his his character's name, but her. Murray. Murray, Murray, yes, yeah. he's Murray like was, yeah. Mur- Murray. Cool. He's like the hero of all he of, of it because he's like he really is. He's that like dude who's like conspiracy theory. He's got the tinfoil hat, but you know, like he, his 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 skills were actually needed. His hilarious were, too. is he, he hilarious. Funny. And it's like okay, he may not be the tough guy like Hopper, but he's he he, he makes it work. Like he's part of the team. It's cool. Hopefully nothing happens to him in the next season. And I'm actually kind of glad nothing happened to him. But, yeah, it was just a a solid, solid show this time around. And it was worth, you know, them extending the time for each episode. I enjoyed it all.
4: Good, good, good. And and we'll end it with with Randy. Um, You know, I just, uh, where do you think the kids, I mean, where do you think this is going for all them? Like, are they going to get out of this thing in one piece, all of them? Randy, I mean. see it going either way. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a good call. It's a good
3: call. Guys, now, that's Oh, go ahead. Randy, do you think, would this definitely make the case for Netflix switching to a weekly release kind of thing as opposed to dropping the entire pile at one time? Would you have rather had it meted it out to you one episode a week, or are you glad that we got it in big, giant chunks? I mean... The thing is, like being such
0: like a big Stranger Things fan, I'm glad to have it all at once. <laughs> but yeah. I think for Netflix, they should have done it week by week. Even even for like a big Stranger Things head like me, I I think that's better for Netflix.
4: You are a strange head. That's what that's what the, you guys call it. Uh, you strange, strange head. You're a strange head. I got it. I'm not at that level yet, Randy. But I'm gonna rewatch mm. the entire run of all the episodes, um, like you did two days ago. And I'm, I'm going to... Oh, I've never really seen see an episode before. Of which one? Of any of the shows. Breaking Bad? I'm talking about Breaking Bad.
0: Oh, Breaking Bad? Oh. Yeah,
4: Bad. I love I love Stranger never Things. Seen I, it, never,
0: sh- se- never seen what? it before. Breaking Bad.
4: Never seen it Me before. either. I haven't seen it either. Better call I don't Saul's even have spirit. a TV. What are we talking about? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about?
4: Oh, man. All right. Well, that's our um, Stranger Things. I definitely want to try to do something on Patreon where we break down all the Easter eggs. And there's so many cool things that we're not even... We, we, we mentioned maybe... A third of things that were in the last episode that were uh, just awesome. Yeah, tiny little bit. So uh, look for that, by the way. Um, So we're going to end this thing with a couple of things, Miss Marvel and Thor. And I just want to say real quick, boys, season finale and season, we're not going to – I don't think Eric's finished it, but Mm -hmm. great season finale, great season. Can't wait for next season. Um, They're going to start filming, I think, in like two or three months already. So um, really – it's the biggest thing on Amazon Prime until Lord of the Rings comes out. And this is something, uh, going back to Stranger Things, Netflix, they're going to lose this thing uh, after this season. And that, this is a big hit for them. This is what everybody's talking about all over the world. It's such a huge thing. And they're gonna, there's going to be spinoffs, but not with these characters. And it's going to be tough to, to feel the same way we do because we've, we've watched these kids literally since they were kids. <laughs> and now they're all grown up. So it's been a fun ride. It's going to be sad to uh, watch this thing end next season. But let's get into uh, this. Let me read this email real quick. Hey, y'all. Hope y'all have been doing awesome. Saw Thor Love and Thunder and loved it. Being a father, the daughter stuff really hit me deep and I bawled like a baby. No Marvel movie has affected me the way this one did. Okay. Um, Anyways, Love and Thunder has been getting a lot of mixed reviews. Some loved it. Some hate it. Do you think that there's... We we're just spoiled with a glut of superhero movies, and maybe finally hitting the fatigue people have been, um, uh, you know, uh, talking about for the past ten years. And lumberjack Nick, lumberjack Nick, I, uh, this is—I was actually thinking about this driving home. Are we at a point where, because think about Marvel itself? Okay, take No Way Home out of the picture because it was Sony Marvel. Okay, there hasn't been a great run right now. Right? We had Eternals that got panned. Uh, Doctor Strange, which I liked, wasn't received as well as everybody thought. Right? We've had this one that is getting panned here and there. And my missing one,
2: Black Widow, Shang-Chi Shang-Chi well, Shang Chi was, was really good. Shang Chi was really good yes.
4: and was loved. Yes. I thought Black Widow was
2: really good too. I love yeah, Black, Black Widow, Widow as well. I'm just I'm just calling out the movies that we got. Yeah, yeah. That,
4: please, that's what I was just thinking. Well I, forgot about, I forgot about I forgot about Shang Chi and that was great and it was beloved. Um, I, so, so are they are, are they in a little rut right now?
1: No. Yeah.
4: No. 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 I don't. Okay. I think
1: there's enough stories that they have to tell and enough styles. That yes, they are all Marvel movies, but especially as as we get more, there's going to be good ones, there's going to be bad ones. But mm-hmm. you know, people go see movies based on the characters they like and the style of the movie it is, and maybe it's just the last few haven't been five stars to every person who's seen them. Right. And so you'll yeah. have
5: that. So I'll give you a comparison. So some of these movies that they've come out have been panned. Are any of them Thor Two? No. no. Are any of them Iron Man Three?
4: But I have heard this one is very similar to Thor Two. I've heard I've heard uh, that about the jokes, the constant com- cheap jokes. Completely disagree. Okay. All right. I haven't that seen is, it, so I can't. I, I can't talk on that.
2: You about have to- it? To- It's a different thing now. This is a different phase of Marvel now. We forget that all we had was the movies. And all Mm -hmm. we had to do was wait years for movies. And, you know, we got left with post-credit scenes and all those things. Now we have these shows that are just Mm -hmm. amazing. They're good. Mm -hmm. They're, They're great ways to tie in things and to fill things. Now you're actually getting what a comic line would be. Now you're getting, you know, you're getting the big crossover event or something like that, or you're getting the main titles here. But then guess what? Check out these little tie-ins over here. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, maybe you can't collect them all. But you know what? You're getting a chance to see them. This is just a different, uh, just a different pre- presentation overall. And Go ahead, King Tom.
1: With, with, with Love and Thunder specifically, the worst thing about it is that it has to f- follow up Ragnarok. Yes. Ragnarok, I think yes. a, a lot of people would say it's, you know, top-tier Marvel movie. And yes. not just is it, you know, it introduced <laughs> Taika to a lot of people and mm-hmm. his style and his humor which, which hit. But it also had the team up with the Hulk, it had Loki in it, um, you know, it, Valkyrie. it, it introduced Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. And, and it had a great soundtrack. And this movie has some of those elements. It doesn't have some of those elements.
4: Okay, well, let's just get into right. the movie. Okay, so okay. You keep telling me, let's just segue right into it. So what was your take on it? Are we doing, because Eric hasn't seen it, and I don't know if you want to get spoiled, Eric. So yeah, it's fine. It, it doesn't I matter to me either. Doesn't Boot matter. Boo
1: disagrees with me. I could see Boo disagrees. I, yeah, Boo, yeah, disagree. yeah,
4: I'm, oh. I'm going to go back to Ragnarok with you, because I
5: know you no, don't no, agree no, with No, him. but hold on, but as far as being spoiled, yeah. I don't think you get spoiled out of anything
1: huge. No, you don't.
5: You okay. don't get spoiled no. out of anything. So so if you think like oh man, no Maybe no, your
1: first credit scene. Yeah, that that, that will, Don't tell us that, the
5: credit scenes. That okay. will say, right. but the movie entirely, you won't be spoiled. You to okay. still be entertained or if you're like Randy, not at all. But right. you you're not going to be, you know I mean? <laughs> oh damn it, I wish I would not have known. No. Okay. No, no. Okay, you, okay, you'll okay, be okay. completely well, fine.
3: One thing I want to say, I haven't seen Thor. I won't uh, even pretend to weigh in on that. We would never yeah. do that on this show. Uh, <laughs> but when we w- Lumberjack Nick's question about whether it's like, you know, just sort of like superhero fatigue. fatigue set in. Yeah. My, here's my thing I don't think it is. It was like Doctor Strange. I love the character and I love Benedict Cumberbatch as the character. It just was not a very good movie. It's not because I was tired of seeing superheroes, it's just because. It was just not very good, and my my I didn't hate it, but I suspect I'll never watch it again and it's not because I'm tired of superheroes it's just the it
4: wasn't a great wasn't movie.
3: compelling. the story woof anyhow
4: I, yeah and i and and lumberjack Nick, by the way, thank you for the question. I don't think we'll ever get superhero fatigued, uh especially with superheroes that we love. I mean, it's just, uh, that's something that we might get superhero movie fatigue because the movies aren't hitting well. Uh, just like the DC movies, sorry, Wim, that w- were put out weren't that great for Orkid run. And people just didn't give them the benefit of the doubt. That might happen, but I don't think we'll ever get superhero uh, fatigue in itself. But going back to Thor, so we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want to be spoiled, even though Boo said that you're probably not going to get spoiled. If you want to listen and watch, please uh, continue. So, what's your take, um, King Tom?
1: I liked it, but at the same time, I felt it was very middle of the road. Okay. There were some things that 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 really hit for me. There was there was one scene with a, a um, one of the Guns and Roses song, not the one, not "Sweet Child of Mine," but they they pulled up another one, "November uh, Rain." I, yeah. November I thought it was a great action Less scene about I, that. Okay um <laughs> you know I I liked the the part with the gods um and I I liked the, the the what happened at the end um you know the when gore gore made it to where he wanted to go and and how that went down but there were parts of the movie that that were just just watching a movie and it's it's okay it wasn't offensive but it wasn't like Ragnarok and I think that's the thing uh, unfairly I and a lot of other people probably compare this movie to Ragnarok where there were just so many moments and so many rewatchable things and this didn't have that throughout the whole movie
4: damn okay all right Randy I'm very eager to hear your take on this
0: Uh, Like Tom said, it's just a very middling movie. They have like a lot of serious, cool themes going on through it, and they're handled very stupid. (laughs) Like the main villain is great. The way they treat his arc is stupid. Uh, The way they treat Jane Foster's arc and what she has to conquer is stupid. The film is not shot well. It's not framed well. It is, like, compared to, like, what you've seen, like, in well-shot Marvel movies, doesn't even hold a candle. You can tell that, like, it's a deadline thing. Maybe, like, things were going on during the production, but it's just not a well-framed movie. The fucking jokes, dude. The jokes, like, just don't stop. And they're not good jokes. It just keeps fucking happening. That's what I hated about Thor 2. It's just like really just like it's just like in the arc of uh, Thor himself. He's like going in a fucking circle. Like I thought we were past all this and now he's back. He's reverted back to before what he was even the original Thor. He's just Mm. he's he gives no shits about anything. Like he's destroying buildings and stuff like he has no care for any of his people. When I thought we got past that, like Mm. there's just so many things about this movie. That's just like whatever. It's just such a whatever film especially uh-huh. coming off the back unfairly. But the fact of the matter is the same director made a movie before this that was really tight and nice. And this movie is not that movie at all.
4: Yeah, that's true. It was Tyka's film before. And so he, he's going
2: to get compared to it. Les, what's, what's your take? You know, you're, I feel, well, first of all, I got some, I had extra action. In my, my uh, experience, with watching oh, yeah, good. I got extra action that none of you all got. So, <laughs> my mine was uh, accompanied by an uh, in theater fight, uh, in which <laughs> a man hopped up from uh, two seats from me, hopped up and jumped a guy in the very front row of us and was, just started pounding on him. Was and that man's as- name Les? No, it was not me. I, you know what? I wouldn't have done that. I, as, as annoying as I can get at a movie theater. But yeah, he started pounding on him, and then he sits back down and just goes, get off your fucking phone. And right. And then we just hear, dude, what's your problem? And The guy's rubbing oh, his head after getting taking about eight punches to the top of his crown. God, like just, crazy. So uh, yeah, we got that whole thing going on while the movie's going. So I thought it was going to be completely stopped and all right, everybody evacuate. Let's take care of this. But no, the guy got away. So there's that too. So maybe yeah. that should have been the movie instead, right. but, uh, unless, as, unless
5: uh, his, uh, Reese's pieces are shaking. He's like, Oh God,
2: I'm eating very I, loudly. I'm next. I, Not yeah, me. No, he would have caught a boot to the chest, but, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it would have been Ragnarok all up in there, dude. But, uh, okay. So, I enjoyed it pre- because it was a Marvel movie. So I did enjoy that part. But it did feel like I was just watching snippets from different movies. Like it was just like a supercut of different movies. Ah. I, I will say this. Uh, in Ragnarok, it all just came together and Kate Blanchett as Hela just made it <sighs> she work. She was so good, man. Like she just made it work. And in all the like doofy or like the doofus style of comedy was with Scourge, you know, where he was just like over the top. It was that was fine. But in this and and maybe it would have been better if we got a real one to one of Gore the God Butcher and that whole arc. Uh just because of what Gore really is. Like Gore is a dangerous, very, 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 very Scary. Like, there should have been no redeeming him, in all honesty. There should have been no redeeming him. I understand that, you know, and that, that, that probably felt good, and it kind of brought it home, that whole redeeming thing, and, you know, it made it love and thunder with the little girl. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with her. Like, what are they going to do? Is this, this, this just a new character that's been just created? I don't... Please help me out. I don't know all of that. Uh, I think it would have been... Yeah, you just... If you have someone like Christian Bale and you have Gore, who was really just he was being consistent and he was Christian Bale and everything, which was awesome. I would have liked for him to like actually like have gotten there when they got to Omnipotent City and find out that Gore had gotten there first and basically just wiped everybody out, you know, and Zeus is laying there and he's like, oh, dude, this, dude, you, you, you know you need to run because that's pretty much what happens in for the god butcher storyline it's like he's killed every single god that he's gotten mm-hmm. his hands on or he's gotten close to and he's like i'm coming for all of you uh and it's like there there's a fear throughout the gods and pantheons of gods to where they're like we have to hide from this guy uh it so i mean and then with jane foster i feel they could have... She was awesome. Natalie Portman was awesome. But I have to say, I have to say, I felt that some of her comedic, like comedic elements, she's not... She, I, I just don't see it. You know? Like, I even thought she was just like, yeah, okay, let me just act over the top, because Tyka's like, let's just have some fun. And let's just, you know, and she's just trying to do her thing. So, it's still cool. And I still like Jane Foster Thor. I, I want more of that. I really do want more of that. But... Yeah, it it, it was just really thick with, like, unnecessary goofs and unnecessary types of elements. I mean, the whole, the, and this plays a big thing. Uh, Apparently in the comics, the the weapons are uh, sentient. So they actually, if I'm not mistaken, Mjolnir has a spirit of, like, a moon god inside of it. it. And they kind of played with that, with uh, Stormbreaker being jealous. Little little jealousy thing, and oh, okay, uh, but it was like, yeah, they do a thing where they play like a uh, love triangle
0: with Mjolnir, Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker, right? Which, (laughs) and there's one good joke that comes from that.
2: There is a good joke, but, but okay, but then again, it's like, you know what, why don't you just do the right thing and give Beta Ray Bill to Stormbreaker? Like, bring Beta Ray, that's Beta Ray Bill's weapon. Oh, I thought you were gonna is, say Beta Bill was in it, and I was like, "No, no, I was no like, dude. damn! If they ever did okay. that, it would have to be like, which that would have been cool because in the books, if I'm not mistaken, it's three Thors that have to take down Gore. Hmm. It's three of them, and it's like the young version, the present version, and then the all Father Thor, and then ultimately Thor has to get two versions of Mjolnir, and the Necrosword himself, right? He is with the Necrosword himself, if I'm not mistaken, to finally defeat Gore. Like, yeah. so it's it's that much of a fight where Thor could die. Like, as strong as he is and as awesome as he is, and especially the way they've put the power level of Thor in the MCU, Gore could easily kick his ass. Like, with no problem. As long as he has the Necrosword. So I, I think it's just, I hope they don't fumble the bag in, in terms of uh, having the Sword, because then that means... Potentially, we could get the symbiote god in some type of future Spider-Man or Marvel thing. And maybe that would be a cool thing to do the King in Black uh, storyline. But who knows? It just felt like he just made a movie and was just having fun. And I get it. You could kind of feel that they were just like, we're not taking this seriously. Let's just have some fun. But Mm -hmm. it could have maybe a darker tone. Who knows? It could have taken on some it could have been handled a little bit okay. differently. But I still enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Okay, you enjoyed it. And Boo, you liked it, right? I loved it. You I loved,
5: loved it. it? I loved it. I, I went in there with very little little very low expectations. I saw Ragnarok and I didn't like that one at all. I thought that one had too many jokes. I didn't wait, I didn't like the way the Hulk was handled. Uh, I didn't like the the what they were doing with Thor. None of it didn't like Ragnarok. I come out of love and thunder and I think that I have to give Ragnarok another shot Oh, wow. where I have to put aside my, you know, my distaste for how they handled the Hulk and just watch it as a Thor movie and see how that goes. Because I think it's, I, you know, I, I had talked about this, uh, Uh, with somebody else saying that Thor, the first one, he's going to sacrifice himself for the town. he's like, I'm, I'm not worthy, but this is something that I can do to, to do something good. And, you know, he's, he's essentially just going to give himself up. You know, the second one, you know, his brother dies, you know, it's very horribly, you know, his girlfriend's going to be destroyed by this evil entity that's stuck in her body. You know, kind of, it's a, you know, and in, in itself, it is a dark movie. And then you get, Ragnarok,
4: that was the stuff. She she ate the stuff.
5: The stuff. Exactly. <laughs> the good good pull there. Very good. Um and then you get Ragnarok complete 180 as far as yeah. colors, tone, uh ju- well, maybe not jokes, but you know, usage of the jokes, you know, properly placed and things like that. And then I just went into this thinking, all right, this would be the same thing. It was a lot funnier to me. Um I, you know, I, I love Guns N' Roses. I wish they had popped in a couple other bands. Love Guns N' Roses, but I think it used a little bit too much of Guns N' Roses. But uh, um, it was all Guns it, N' Roses? Pretty much. Pretty, much. There, There's a couple other bands where I'm like, there's there's a bunch of other, you know, just awesome rock songs that you could pop in there. But that's just that's just me. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I thought the action was great. I do wish that they would maybe have given more gravity to what Jane Foster is doing to herself for, for others and things like that. I think they kind of brushed over that a little bit too quickly. Um, you know, cause you know, being, you know, being uh, the mighty Thor is, is bad for her. You'll find that out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I kind of wish that that had more, more oomph to it, you know, to, to, to make you feel more, more about it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was funny. The action, it's funny that you guys are talking about it being kind of chopped up and maybe, you know, not not the best put together movie. Um, it looks like Taika was told, keep it under two hours, mm. keep it under oh. two hours. And then they, they told them you can do whatever you want, right? Whatever movie you want, direct it, whatever way you want, but keep it under two hours. And it looks like a lot was cut out in order mm. to to fit that that time frame. Ooh. So that might be that makes sense. Yeah, so, so there might be some, maybe some Snyder cut, you know, that is better for you guys, um, but yeah, but I I loved it, you know, I, I went in there thinking this is gonna be just like Ragnarok, and I thought it was a better version of it. I'm not sure if everybody wants that kind of Thor to continue, or this kind of Thor to continue. I I, I think this is kind of just riding off the coattails of of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and how successful that was, and they just want to continue that you know that punchiness the music you know the funny jokes the characters you know the mishmash and all that it works you know guardians of the Galaxy is, is not my favorite favorite uh, group of heroes and i didn't like ragnarok i might like it more now but who knows so yeah i i dug it a ton i dug it a ton i thought i thought the jokes hit uh, it was awesome seeing jane foster their little their little group their little, uh, you know, you have Korg, Jane Foster, Valkyrie, and and Thor. I thought they worked well together. Valkyrie mm-hmm. could have could have been utilized more. I, I wish they would have done that, but I thought she was great. And then, yeah, Gore, Gore is, is scary. You know, he, he's a scary dude. He could have been a whole lot scarier, but I you know I still don't want to fuck with the guy. He's fucking terrifying. Right. So yeah, but no, but I I dug it. I loved it.
4: Well, good. I'm glad you liked it because that's what's great about having the six people on here. We have so many different opinions, and and that's it's it's interesting because, like um, lumberjack Nick said, people either love it or they're not liking it at all, you know, mm-hmm. or they hate it. So it's it's pretty polarizing. So I'm really uh, interested now to go check it out and see what I what I think about it. Um, well, thank you guys uh, for that. Appreciate that, and I can't wait to actually watch it because you know I love Nally Portman and I love the Thor character and Taika's cool, so it's a Marvel movie, so definitely. And I'm really interested to see what the end of credit scenes are because I heard one's substantial and the other one's just something really nice. So yeah. I'm really interested in that. So we'll end this thing lastly with Miss Marvel, the finale. Uh, have we all watched it or no? No, we haven't. Uh- I oh, that's right, to King Tom. I believe you for can you.
1: talk about it though. I, uh, I Gerek, big...
4: Have you watched it? No. Okay, it's okay. So here's the non spoilery thing, even though we spoiled a little bit at the end. Um, I thought it was a really cool season. I really like. Less said. I love the fact that we're getting all these characters that I wouldn't have given a shit about before, and I'm watching them on screen, and I'm like f- really feeling. Compelled, not compelled, but like I'm, I'm into it, man. I'm, I'm into Moon Knight. I was into, to Miss Marvel. These are characters that I really don't know anything about, and the, for them to have the balls to spend that much money to make these kind of productions, um, I think it's rad. And I love the storyline of Miss Marvel. I love that it was like a history lesson uh, for things that I should have known, and I feel embarrassed that I didn't know about. i um, kind of, uh, but, but uh, I, I like her, she was great in it. And uh, I love, I absolutely love the end of credit scene. Yes. That's all all I will say. And if you watch the reaction video, I was pulling for that end of credit scene the entire time. And I'm just very happy about that. And uh, yeah, so that's my my take. Uh, Randy, you didn't really like the episode too much, but the full season, you you dug the season, right?
0: No, it's it's a it's a good season. I, I think it's hard to compare it against like you know like Wandavision and all these big shows, yes. right? But I think it's uh, I think it's considering where the teasers go at the end of the episode, I think it's the perfect season to set the groundwork for a character who could potentially be part of an ostracized kind of team
4: yes yeah they
0: set the groundwork in perfect tone for a, a, like a mutant like a backstory yes i agree i agree and i like I how they handle the uh the way of translating her powers into live action doing it mm-hmm. we had talked about it on the reaction but if they were to do it in the way like the comic book does it without like this like you know uh I guess what you less said like exoskeleton kind of thing. Like they Mm -hmm. have going or something like that. Like that makes more sense that those parts of her like grow larger and she's able to do like the ambiguan thing rather than it being like a uh, fantastic four kind of approach. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I thought they did that really well. It looked really cool. Boo, you watched it, right? Oh yeah. Oh
5: yeah. I dug, I dug the whole show. I thought it was a great, you know, uplifting, you know, cute, funny coming of age Mm -hmm. show, you know, what she's going through. Um, I like that her family finds out. I like that her family finds out. I, I I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um I yeah, no, I I and the the one thing that I love the most is how they were so unapologetically upfront with
4: everything.
5: You like, know, the uh
4: talking about like the
1: yeah
5: almost out and out racism racism yeah you know just uh how shitty things are how judged you know the the muslim community is Mm -hmm. you know they they just they just put it all out there and i and i dug that because that's the real fucking world you know a lot of people go through this and people just want to not talk about it or just ignore it or be like it's not happening to me no this shit happens mofos so I I I dug that a ton. I thought that was great to you know to see and for them just to be you know and, and also how you know the the characters in the show realize it, not embrace it, but they are you know they they say that it's real, that it's happening and then they not not utilize it, but they move with it. They're not going to let it, you know, push them down or push them to the side. They're going to continue doing what they're doing. And they and they you know they're going to still have pride in who they are and what they are. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, I thought the action was great. I think her powers look good the whole time. I was really afraid yeah. that there was going to be a moment where I'm like, there's going to be a slip up or it's not going to look that hot because that's that's a tough thing to do. It is. It is. It her did well. they her did a good job. powers are moving the entire time, mm-hmm. you know, glistening at different angles, different moments. Looks awesome yeah exactly crystallizing looked yeah. awesome the whole time that. um yeah she's great her character's awesome uh yeah no I, I i i thought it was a, I thought it was a cool show love her family i love her dad love her family yes love, love her, her brother
4: <laughs> brother's great yes. yeah yes. mom's yeah, yeah. great dad's great they're all
1: great
5: man yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree friends that she has oh yeah you know bring, bringing in uh what's her name zoe at the end because you know she saved her life she's like i I gotta, yeah. I gotta pay you back. I, I have a life debt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like a, they yeah. started
0: setting the groundwork for Zoe and
5: uh, what's her face,
2: mm-hmm. uh, Nakia. Nakia's yeah, they, yeah. Together, a couple yeah. eventually
5: To be friends. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So or even
2: more than that,
4: even even more or even more than that. Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. Yeah. And Eric, I totally forgot that you, yeah, you had seen. it. You were just messing around. So I thought you were just screwing with me. That's oh I'm no 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 man. I totally, I totally blanked out, man. So what'd you, what'd you think? We love the series
3: as a whole. And like I said, man, to see something that my kids could get so behind Mm -hmm. and relate to. And uh, I think every aspect of what they did with representation and being so unapologetic yet so casual about it as far as like this is normal yeah we're not making a statement (laughs) if you think we are you're pissed off uh i loved it and boo you're right the special effects were really really well done at no time did i was i ever distracted by it because they really did hit all the angles pardon the pun of of like this multifaceted thing sticking out in the air and uh the characters are incredibly endearing Mm -hmm. that's that's one of the things that really struck me kamala she's it's just sweet it's sweet as hell they didn't you know the tendency even right now is to take somebody her age and over sexualize Sexualize them them. and all of these things and they didn't do any of that she's Mm -hmm. adorable as hell and she's just it's i I am so pleased with the way it went, and uh, like the emotional payoff of it all, and her, like the arc of her relationship with her mom through this, and very well done. Just clap, clap, clap. We loved yeah. it.
4: Yeah, I can't wait. If there's a season two, please
2: bring it back. Unless, uh, lastly, uh, I know you digged it, right? I just, I just want to be part of the hugs, man. That's all I want, man. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, give a, I'll give you a hug, dude. It was just, again, man, it just the wholesomeness, the, the, it was a serotonin boost, man. I just felt good after watching every episode. The sense of community was just a really strong thing. It was just the sense of family, you know, to see that this ethnic group, if you want to say so, to say it as it is, that they still have all the elements that other groups have too. You know, there's the gossipers, there's the, you know, sure. the ones, the, the elites, and then there's just, you know, just us, you know what I mean? I kind of related to Bruno in a way, you know, as like being the friend of He's another the ducky, race of He's the ducky people, of the series, yeah. You know, of being a friend of like, you know, like all my Latin friends and my my Mexican friends, you know, they would invite me to the carne asadas, you know, or to come have pozole, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it's like, okay, and we're doing Day of the Dead if you want to come too to that, you know? And it's like, they embraced me as a friend, you know? They embraced mm-hmm. me. He's part of the family, you know? It's You just felt like you're part of the family. The, again, the sense of community. And again, Marvel just saying, Disney Marvel just saying, you know what, we're just going to create this and we're going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're going to go to Pakistan and we're going to take it all the way back there. We're going to show you partition. We're going to show you some of the other things. And then we're going to show you when... People were overbearing, and I mean, even the the local police stood up for her. Like, they stopped right there and stood arm in arm and blocked off, you know, to allow her to buy her some time, and it's like, well, she's one of ours, you know, and so there's just a level of acceptance all of a sudden, and it, it was, go ahead, Eric. No, no, I just, that's
3: one of the things I meant to say, is that heroes, their actions are heroic, but heroes lead, heroes inspire. And that is what happened. And that mm-hmm. scene was just brilliant because that's the mark of a real hero is inspiring other people into action, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's leadership by example. And that the way they played that off, and, and, and it's this kid, and they rallied around her because she was a kid, but they also rallied around her because of what she what she stood for is what they stood for
4: what yes. she represents
3: yeah know? that yeah. was that was really really cool right
2: and, and i think that was, have- was, per-
4: was, 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 was a perfect i'm sorry let's say it's a perfect timing getting this series right after moon Knight because moon, yeah. moon Knight was really heavy and yes. i love moon Knight for being yes. that way and then we yes. get this which was i think was a perfect balance and transition
2: well, and again for that community for the muslim community to be like hey we have one of our own yeah. This is a, right. super, a hero True. of our own. We're going to protect her. We're going to do what we have to do. It's just a it, it you know she tried to hide it cuz she didn't know what they would think and it was one of those things again of just like hey just tell us, you know. We're accepting the, that that at one point everybody knew she got there and she's like, oh, yeah, i have to tell you something. Great. And yeah, they're like, yeah, nah, man, you, you know, <laughs> mom knew. So mom talked to dad. His speakers were on, you know, speaker phone. he's like, it's hey, just sir. so convenient. Yeah. He's like, it's very convenient, you know, and it's like, it is just, like I said, you know, just the level of things. We all have these elements in our families. And it, like I said, man, I just, all the hugs and the just acceptance. And we'll embracing. just come over to my house, man. We'll give you some hugs. awesome, man. Just Let's awesome. come to my mom's man. house.
4: You, you, get some the, get some Persian dinner and get a hug. The, the music go, was
2: man. very
4: good too. Yes. Music was great. Yes, yes. We, we, all mentioned all the way that, we mentioned it. We mentioned it last night that the composed music was great too. It's very synth eighties mm-hmm. kind of feel. Yeah. yeah, it was really good.
3: Well, because even with the way they use like the diegetic music to uh, still carry it as a score, besides just mm-hmm. being this is happening noise. right now in the characters <laughs> it. Right. but also yeah. it's the score and how well that fit together. And the way they crossed over from uh, like, you remember how on the back to the future where the, at the, um, when they're doing earth angel mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. playing it on stage, but as it ends, it transitions from being diegetic into score by the yeah. orchestra swelling in. Yep. And they did that with that, the, thing playing the music in the hallway in the school yep. and the music starts and it's like a microphone in the hallway picking up the thing and then mm-hmm. it translates back into like r- dubbed right in score. That's, that was such a cool move.
4: Yeah, it was cool and then I love how they played Riz Ahmed's band. Uh, his, he has a rap band a British band and he's he's from Pakistan I believe also um, and they, uh, they blasted that during that whole like montage scene when they were Trying to get stuff ready, which was really cool, and that's the second time they've they've shot out Riz Ahmed on the on the show, which is my boy Riz. But great, great episode, great season, great episode. Can't wait to see her, hopefully, in other things. And uh, well done again, Marvel. Um, well done. Uh, by the way, I wanted to let some of you guys know that I started Euphoria, and oh. with Lorena, oh. which she was oh. very against. Oh. And oh, and wow. uh, man, I watched two episodes. And it's just like Miss Marvel, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Like different. I'm not letting my girl. Scene. I'm not letting my girl walk out of the house, dude. It's just not happening. Good it's, luck. It's not. It's not happening.
1: You know. Speaking of walking out, uh, my daughter was watching. I think it was like uh, Sing or one of those movies with the, Sing Two. Sing Two. Yeah, you know, one of them. And they, they had this the scene animals. Where, they they had the scene where there were a bunch of rodents dancing to Hall and oats. I had to leave the room because I couldn't go for that. Oh, hey! No
4: can do, bro. No can do. Wow. Maybe they left because there's a man eater coming in. Oh, a panther maybe.
2: <laughs> or Jack. Well, folks, it look <laughs> like that's all we have time for <laughs> that's tonight. That's right. Um, We've given you uh, two hours and ten seconds of amazing. You crap on my and, fat uh, Joe joke, but ooh. boy, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like that one. That's anytime
4: you bring a hall notes into. Anytime you bring yacht rock into it, Australians. <laughs> 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 Guys, thank you so much for either watching or listening to episode number 310. Um, can't wait to uh, do 311 next week. Guys, um, Eric, let people know where they can either see you now, also, and listen to you. So, yeah, check out my other podcast, The Bad
3: Motivators, where for our $2 Patreon tier, you can watch the show on video and see <laughs> Cruiser is just enamored with the process. So uh, That's it's great. really good, man. We've, we've, we've been turning out uh, some pretty good episodes. And, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter at Eric Struthers. I'm doing all kinds of stuff.
4: Yeah. And uh, Mr. Chansky, where can people find you?
1: patreon shows for steel wars the band motivators and blue harvest i'm on this week's rogue rebels talking about shadow of the sith and you can find me on twitter at tom chansky where i'll be combining dad dad jokes and hollow notes nice
4: and you do a uh, patreon show for uh, sithless i don't know if you. oh yeah that. yeah yeah you did do that boo where can people find you
5: uh you can find me on twitter at the sithless boo
4: less is more where can people find you
2: Find me on Twitter at less is more 78 also on this podcast and also on our YouTube channel doing uh, internet scratchy reactions.
4: Oof, yeah, we had a rough one last night, but we got through it. We got through yeah. it, and it's doing pretty well. It's yes. doing pretty well. Randy, where can people see your beautiful face? Uh, we do reaction shows
0: on YouTube.com slash The Sith List, and we also have uh, this podcast as well as Patreon.
4: That's right. And you can find me at The Sithless on all um, social media outlets and, uh, again, on YouTube. Guys, we'll catch you next week for episode number 311. eleven's got the boom, y'all. That's for all you old-school 311 fans, uh, the four that are still left. Please, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not talking shit, man. I've done my 311 shows, trust. So is Les. We've been there together, jumping yes. up and down.
0: Yep double feature with Spin Doctors no nope, no nope. let's not get into that <laughs> nah again. that would not happen nah, no it would not oh yeah no they're both great bands
4: oh, oh really here we go
3: music okay, Nazis Randy. are back uh, all of a sudden Ace no.
2: Job
4: liking what you like except for specific bands 311 is
2: awesome I'm gonna make that like
4: the next like shirt
1: Spin Doctors
4: I did not I fucking hate those guys <laughs> I'm a scruffy motherfucker get a fucking trim your beard fix it fucking straddling beard Whatever. Fucking barefoot, run around stage. What the fuck? Uh, Guys, we'll um, catch you next. Okay, go ahead, buddy. No, I'll wait until we're done. <laughs> we'll catch you next week on episode number 311 of The Sithless.